This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everybody! Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show, episode number 20. We did it, oh, folks. Man. We've made it oh. to the end. Can you even believe it? This is our finale episode of season oh one of season one. My name is Eric Peterson. I am one of your lovely hosts. I am here with my <laughs> other very good buddy, the lovely Danny Jordan. How are oh, you, buddy? Good morning. Thank you. We're recording this bright and early in the morning. Yes. And my voice didn't even bright. crack. It's I know. not bright. You're right. It's bright. It's very it's, rainy. Uh, it's gloomy and rainy outside. Gloomy, rainy right L.A. Right when we day. sat down here, it's beautiful. Gotta love, which means it's snowing in the mountains. That's um, right. So good for all you people up in Big Bear and Lake Arrowhead and Mammoth. You're going to have a yes. white Christmas. Congrats. Uh, I do feel like the, the rainy days make me, they remind me of New York, which is nice. Whenever it rains mm. in L.A., it just gives me a little feel of what New York City feels like. And so yeah. even though there's not snow, I do actually like the feeling of, like, I don't want to go outside. I want to be in my house and, like, under the covers. And, like, I like that feeling <laughs> of when it's, like, crappy outside and you know that yeah. the, the only good place to be is in your house, nice and warm, cup of coffee or hot cocoa or whatever you're drinking. Not for me. No, no coffee for me. Um, and, <laughs> and and that's, you know, I just I love those kind of days when it's when it's yucky outside. If you don't have to do anything, you know, if you have a job where you're like, forced say, you to just, be outside, you just then, want to take a nap all day. Yes. Is, is what you're telling me. A hundred percent. Everyone else is like, I work construction. I'm out in the rain. Yeah. And I, little, I'm, I'm the dainty actor. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's raining. Oh, it's out. rainy outside. You know this what you sound like? like a perfect uh, day for a nap. You sound like a baseball player. Yes. Because um, <laughs> in high school, whenever it was like a rainy day, we would never have practice. Sure. Ever. We would go in the gym and, I don't know, like, you know, run sprints or whatever. Sure. But anytime it rained, no baseball activities whatsoever, which, sure. I mean, makes a certain amount of sense. It's one of the few sports that's played on a dirt field, you know, yeah. it's like it gets muddy, you know. Last thing you want, you want to, you don't want to get mud on your your beautiful uh, cleats. You know what I mean? Like, keep those babies yes. nice and pearly. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. But uh, yeah, it is rainy here in Southern California. The one benefit about rainy days in Southern California, as compared to New York, Eric, is that uh, you could just get in your car. Yes, you know, like you don't have to worry about you know walking, walking twelve to blocks the subway or something. Yeah, walking this, and then you get to the subway, and it's like worse than it is. Oh yeah out of the subway because i have you seen those those videos on instagram and <laughs> stuff it's like, like crazy rainy days <laughs> it doesn't even look like real life I, it looks like a ride at universal studios <laughs> yes. hollywood like earthquake when all of a sudden like the, the floodgates break water, loose yes. and all this the amount yes. of water that's coming like, that from the real? grates above is shocking and you sometimes it's falling like right in front of where the doors are so you have to sort of like jump through the shower to get into oh the gosh. into the subway and car and that is not a clean shower no no that no, is no, no. possibly the dirtiest shower that has ever existed that is, in the yeah, history yeah. of showers which is like when you see these people who put on like they'll put like trash bags over their legs and they're like trying to like hop through like 3 foot tall like high water and I'm like that is disgusting. Do you I remember know what a time, is in that? 
I remember a time when Lisa and I were going to an audition that was like randomly like very far downtown, like almost down in like Battery Park, which was an odd place for an audition to be. Um, But it was or maybe it was in Tribeca. It was somewhere in an area of town that we didn't normally go to. And okay, And the audition was at like, you know, 1030 in the morning or whatever. And we had to walk because it was all the way on like on the river so that you had to walk something like 15 blocks was the nearest subway station. And it was that like sideways rain where it's not even coming down from the top. It was like literally hitting us in the face. And we had our, our umbrellas like sideways, like a shield. They're like a shield. And we're like walking through like, ah, and I remember just like (laughs) screaming in the rain with Lisa being like, we're getting soaked. This is insane. And we like got into the, (laughs) the place where the audition was and every other actor was just drenched in water and miserable. And I was like, Oh, what a, what a great place to be to, create art and to be right creative you're like soaked to the bone it was freezing cold uh but those are like the good new york you got into the audition and they gave you your sides it's like okay so this uh show actually takes place uh in bermuda it's a beautiful (laughs) 95 degree sunny day (laughs) (laughs) that's all we want here today so channel that if you can oh gosh um that's brilliant eric eric i i gotta say i'm i'm a bit melancholy today i'm a bit hashtag sad, sad christmas, christmas. Yeah. um i mean I, i'm i'm sad christmas but i'm also hashtag uh, grateful yes. um i'm hashtag uh excited um i'm hashtag looking forward to the future yeah. uh of 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 our show not just this show but other shows that we plan to work on yes. together in, in the very near future but it's it's so wild that you know, two and a half months ago, you and I had this idea for this Christmas podcast, and and here we are. You know, over 165 countries now that our show has been downloaded and in, and and over I think a hundred thousand. We're creeping up on I don't know, probably 110,000 downloads. Yeah, at this, this is a, wait, time, this is a big is just, deal, Danny. That we crossed the hundred thousand yeah. downloads uh, mark over these past few days. That that's a big yeah, deal, wild. folks. That's a hundred. I know thousand downloads and i know that's not necessarily a hundred thousand people because you know there are multiple episodes and people may download you know but still a hundred thousand right. times uh, uh uh there were people in the world that said hey i i'm willing to give up you know 25 megabytes of space on my phone or whatever to like <laughs> to want to listen to these guys talk about christmas uh, is is that's yeah. a big deal and we really we really appreciate it i know we've said it every time but like we are shocked and grateful and so happy yeah. and and really the big thing is is that you know we feel like we've found our tribe and hopefully you feel like you've yes. found your tribe of of true christmas believers who who want to celebrate the season not only uh you know on the few days before christmas but uh, year round you know there i was listening to this simple plan song uh simple plans like a okay. punk <laughs> punk band um, and they have a song called I, I think. Were those the guys who well, they were? They were brothers, right? Two guys in the group. They were brothers. Is that right? No. Or is that? Oh, that's Good Charlotte. That's Good I'm Charlotte. Good yeah, Charlotte. yeah, yeah, yeah. The simple right. plan was they had that song. I'm just a kid and nobody likes me. It's like a, just a really whiny. <laughs> that was a really good punk impersonation. Sure, man. That was my world. Watch it, like Totally. <laughs> and they have this song, though, that's called, like, I Wish It Was Christmas All Year Round. And I was listening to it last mm. night. And it's true. It's like, wouldn't it be great if it, if the whole world, like, had lights up all all year round and, and celebrated being kind to each other and tried to look for opportunities to help their fellow man? 
you know so it's uh, i think that what we've what we've tried to celebrate and promote and highlight with uh with the podcast uh have been positive things and we're trying to you know spread some of that christmas cheer to hopefully those of you that already are in the mood and even those of you who maybe are uh, still deciding if Christmas is for you. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you better make up your mind real soon. <laughs> you only got a couple uh, days. Tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, what's funny is I was listening to a song with a very similar sentiment last night mm-hmm. about like, you know, if every day was Christmas. Um, however, mine was not by a punk band. Uh, it was by a boy band. Of course. Um, that tracks. And it was the the, the ninety eight degrees song. If every day could be Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember. If every day could be Christmas, do you remember that? I don't remember that, Danny. What a wonderful it, me singing is not helping. <laughs> no, you it's not. <laughs> Nick and Drew Lachey, Jeff Timmons, Justin Jeffrey, uh, so good. I mean, you you can't argue with the fact that i really believe that vocally they were the best boy band they were very good they were very good did you ever watch tight harmonies did you ever watch the thing that was on i'm pretty sure it's on uh netflix uh it was a series i want to say like the music that made us or something like that i'll find out what it is exactly but Mm. there was a special about boys to men and how boys to men really like inspired that whole wave of boy bands and boys to men was obviously a huge band, but like, you know, all yeah. of 98 degrees backstreet boys in sync, none of them would have happened had boys to men not like been huge in those early nineties years and really cool yeah. documentary. I mean, it was boys that. to men and, and, and new kids, you know, yeah. like they, they really sort of like were that new wave of boy band. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people, here we go. We're going down a rabbit hole. Um, boy I think band a lot alert. of people, boy band you know, alert. Boy band alert. Bye bye bye, boy band. Um, I don't know. I don't know what just happened. Uh, Danny blacked out for about three seconds oh there, um, and I guess I did picture myself doing the dance moves while I was singing that. Um, so, a lot of people ask the question, you know, who was like the first boy band? Sure. You know, was it was it New Kids? Was it Boys to Men? I mean, the word boy is, sure. is in there. You know, even there, there even though they were more of like an R and B group, yeah. I think they were. A boy band, sort yeah. of a boy band, yeah. but I think boy bands go back further. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know, I think you could go back to, you know, the Beatles. Sure, uh, the were Beach a boy boys, band yeah. for sure. The Beach Boys. You could probably even go back into the fifties and look at some of like the doo-wop groups totally. that were out then. You know, like Danny and the Juniors, yeah. and you know all those groups. The the Temptations, yeah. in a way, were sort of it was that four or five guys in a group singing, dancing, some choreographed, putting moves, on a yeah, show, totally. I, I would argue that you could probably go back to the Renaissance, you know? I'm sure there were some, you know, good-looking young dudes who were there with their zithers and, uh, you know. I think Beethoven like, was in a boy band. I, I'm pretty sure. He probably was. Him, yeah, and, him and, and Bach. Uh, Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> oh <laughs> they, were called, they were called the uh, Bach bands. No, they were then. the Bach uh, Street not, Boys. The Bach! <laughs> <laughs> Ding, That's ding, pretty ding. good. Come oh, on. That was really, really good. I'm glad you bring up the Box Street Boys, Eric. Oh um, my God. Because <laughs> I realized that I Chris missed an opportunity. Oh, you know no. how we were talk when we did our uh, our top modern Christmas sure, yeah. uh, songs episode a few episodes back. Um, I was so disappointed because we set like the the line in the sand, as it were, was that no songs yeah. before 2000 could be included in like pretty much all the boy band Christmas music came out in like 98, 99. Sure. Um, 
but I discovered a couple days ago that there is actually a boy band song, not by like One Direction or the New Age boy bands. Right. Um, there's a boy band Christmas song by Backstreet Boys Ooh. Uh, that came out in 2012. So it would fall Did within you know, the, uh, the date range. It would have. It totally would. And I'm so disappointed that I didn't discover this even a week and a half ago because I could have put it on my Christmas list. Sure. And now I just have to talk about it here. And I'm looking it up right now because I rec- when I first heard it, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, because I had asked, um, we were hanging out here at my house. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law were over here. We were decorating gingerbread houses, actually. Um, uh-huh. And when we finished that, we went out to the living room and you were playing with my daughter and we've brought out like some of her like percussion instruments lately because she loves to like play sure. along to songs. And so I asked, you know, I just, I was like, what song do you want to hear next? And we just kept going through Christmas songs and we were playing drums and she kept like, she'd grab the egg shaker for me and give it to my sister-in-law. And then I'd get the jingle bells back and like, she just kept changing it the entire song. And we had like a little really bad, like keyboard piano thing, like electric one. And it, no, none <laughs> right. of us can play the piano. So we're just like bing bong bing like, to Holly Jolly Christmas. Um, but then right. like we cycled through a bunch of songs and I think we listened to Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. I was like, wait, I feel like Backstreet Boys have done a Christmas uh, album. And so I asked Alexa to play a song for me and and it played the song I knew. And then it just, it played the next song, which was Christmas Time Again. I was like, wait a second. I, I've i heard this song somewhere before. And yeah. I couldn't feel, it must've been in a commercial or or saw a movie Maybe, or something yeah. like that, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely very familiar. It seems incredibly we'll, we'll familiar. Do, we'll, fu- we'll do research on it, and you'll have to wait till season, season two, two. <laughs> of the Christmas Countdown Show to find out what's the origin of that particular Box Street Boys song. Oh, my gosh. Um, Danny, I yes. have to say this. I, uh, I think we do need to talk about our listener reviews because last episode... We said that we were, you know, going to try to read uh, the last few reviews that were on our uh, Apple uh, uh, podcast. Yeah, and you guys came through. Oh you my came gosh. through with a lot more reviews. So we have like I think ten, eleven, twelve reviews that we have to read uh, in this segment right now. So we're going to power through them because they are uh, there's there are plentiful, it's, it's but very we plentiful. love them and we're. And we're so happy that you all have responded in in turn to our shout out asking for uh, reviews. And as we ask every week, um, do you want to start, Danny, or do you want me to start? Yeah, I'll start. And I'll, and I'll say as you're listening to all these, right. you know, please don't feel like, oh, I can't post a rating or a, or a review review now because this is the last episode. No, 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 no. We are coming back um, next season. Yes. So here's the good news. Sorry, my dryer is going off next to me here because I record... <laughs> My show in the garage. Okay, well, if you were hearing a low rumble in the background of my microphone for the last 15, 20 minutes, now you know why. Um, Anyway, we are so fancy. Um, (laughs) uh, So please, post a a review, a rating. You can scroll down right now if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, And if you get it in now, good news, you have a chance to be one of the first people persons whatever featured in season two of our show so scroll down give us five stars hit us with a rating um and i'll get the uh, i'll get the rating reading party that was really hard to say by the way um i'll get the rating reading party started right now um this first one comes from scout witch uh and the title of Mm -hmm. this review is love christmas heart 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 
uh, celebratory uh, bell breaking open with confetti and a little kazoo thing. Um, Love side it. Side note, do you know what that emoji is? The one that's like, it looks like the gold things have sort of like, they break open and there's like confetti coming down. Do you know what that's supposed to be? I mean, I'm assuming it's like confetti, like a, a, a New Year's Eve kind of thing. Okay, cool. That's what I guessed too. I just, like I've never. little pop things that you oh. pop? That's my guess. Okay, fair enough. You know how you like squeeze them and then they pop and they have like little I love streamers those. come out of them? They're so much fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Scout Witch says, I am 12 from Shoreview, Minnesota. I love Christmas and snow, but my friends hate the snow and the cold. So we joke that she should live in uh, Cali. I love your show. I wish I could have Christmas all the time, but my family is not like me. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, it's okay. Well, <laughs> we we are your we are your podcast family, Scout Witch. Um, that's right. And we are so grateful that you found our show. We've talked about this ad nauseum at this point. Um, I think I, we talk about it every time we read a review, but the fact that like someone who's twelve out there stumbled upon yeah. our podcast and was like, yeah, you know, I want to listen to these guys that are definitely more than old enough to be my my dad uh, talk <laughs> yeah. about Christmas and that you, I guess, don't think we're nerdy. Um, hashtag we're cool. <laughs> we're yeet bop cool. We're yeet bop cool, man. Um, the kids love us. Um, <laughs> but that's, I don't know, that's just pretty pretty neat uh, to just see this wide range of, of, you know, people, you know, all into the spectrum in terms of age loving this show. I just, I think it's really cool. Totally. It is really cool, and it's also, um, you know, it's funny because w I was talking to a friend the other day, uh, and I was telling them about the podcast, and I was like, oh, do you guys know about this Christmas podcast I'm doing? And they're like, what? No. Oh, gosh. Tell us. And I was, I explained it, and I said, oh, yeah, we just cracked 100,000 downloads. We're the number one Christmas podcast on Apple and Spotify, Spotify. and they're like, what? How did this happen? <laughs> like, have, have you been spending like tons of money, like, you know, doing advertisements or something? And I was like, no, we've spent like no money. We've essentially just posted, you know, some stuff on our personal accounts and we're putting out content yeah. and we're just sort of letting it happen organically and, and easily. And it's, it's working. <laughs> and, but yeah. it, uh, just thinking about how somebody who's 12 years old just like came upon our show. This is not people that we know. These are not like, you know, connections of, oh, this is my aunt's a neighbor down the street or something you know these are just like people that are finding our show which i just think is is awesome and not only um, finding right, it, i got one sticking here around eric like that that's what's cool yeah. is that you wonder you're like oh does someone gonna find our show and they'll listen to like the first five minutes and go okay nerd alert and they just skip and go <laughs> by but when you look at like we right. can see on the back end and let's get into the analytics here real quick is I can see yes. beep boop. Um, I can see like what the average, you know, consumption is of a listener for our show. And it's wild to go in and see like how long they listen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That uh, so many of our episodes, it's like 92% is the average consumption, which, you know, means that some people do come in and they go, no, definitely nerd alert. And they click away. But the vast majority of people not only listen, but they listen to 100% of the episode right like that's just and some of these episodes are not are not short <laughs> my best buddy mentioned that to me today he came over uh or no it was yesterday he came over to my house and he was he was like uh he goes oh i'm fully caught up and i said are you really i was like well when we, what was the last episode you think you listened to and he was like uh, probably like episode six i was like you are not caught up he goes he goes <laughs> recommendation shorter episodes and i said I yes. said, no. I said, the data does not support what you're saying. I said, people <laughs> like longer episodes. And he's like, who are these people? Um, 
And I was like, well, you are picking a fight with the wrong crew, my friend, because we have some loyal right. fans here, and they will put the That's Christmas right. smackdown on you. Um, anyway, we have a lot of reviews Speaking to of, through. Speaking of loyal fans. Yes. He, yes, here we go. Um, all right, this one. Oh, this is a perfect one for me to read. This is uh, from <laughs> Alex Harner. Uh, and this is the title of the review is It's a Cow Christmas with Five Golden Stars. And it says, I love the show. Good job. But I am writing exclusively to request <laughs> that you get all your industry connecting together and make an animated version of It's a Cow Christmas. Oh I must see this with my own eyes. I think you owe it to all the Christmas stands out here. Uh, it needs to be made. Pull some strings. You know what? We'll see what we can do, Alex Harner, because that is a great idea, uh, and don't think that it hasn't been thought of before. <laughs> before. Um, this this may actually be a great time. We're going to talk more about this in the later in the episode. Yes. But guys, we did it. We did it. We did it. And you probably don't know what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about <laughs> is because of the Christmas crew, Christmas countdown crews. Uh, love for It's a Cow Christmas, the fact that Danny brought uh, uh, Rob, one of the producers, onto our show. We talked to him about how great It's a Cow Christmas is. They did what they had to do on their end. And as of a few days ago, It's a Cow Christmas is officially on Spotify. Yeah! Yeah! Movie Christmas it's to It's true, everybody. folks. You don't have to go to YouTube anymore. You can go right <laughs> to spotify and uh, uh, type in it's a cow christmas it's there you can listen to all the tracks everything that we've been talking about this is a very exciting day it's i'm sure that there will be day. people around the world who are rejoicing and and throwing parties because <laughs> it has happened it's a cow christmas available on spotify this is huge i can't even believe that it happened I, well, i'm so well, excited i'm curious what happens if this legitimately becomes like a thing what what if they get three million downloads, you know, or streams or whatever right. in the next, you know, year? I don't know what that means. Sure. I don't understand like the the financial aspect of Spotify and how artists are compensated right, per right. stream. But I mean, this could have a legitimate impact on Rob's life, <laughs> like Rob and, and really the rest could. of the people who were involved in, in the production of Cow Christmas. This this gem, this diamond in the rough, like Aladdin, absolutely that has been sitting, right. you know in like the depths of like the the creative world like the cave a, of wonders the cave of wonders <laughs> the genie lamp that is it's a cow christmas was waiting to be rubbed and boom rob popped out oh my out. gosh we need <laughs> we need to make one of those memes where like you know how you put like the image over something else and it's like the clip of aladdin and as he's reaching up to the lamp but instead of the lamp it's a copy <laughs> it's of a it's a cow christmas, christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the diamond in the rough. Oh my gosh, that got me. I, that one really, really good. Like a picture. Of oh it. my god. We gosh. are gonna do that. That's um, so good. I don't. We will. I'm not great at creating things like that, but I'll try to figure it out. I'll try my hardest. <laughs> I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. You know, this is making me think, Eric. This feels like a great opportunity to do to interject in our the middle of our our shout outs and and reviews here to do an impromptu bit. An impromptu. Sure. Follow me on this one. An impromptu top okay, three. Not a top ten because this this is all about the ultimate Christmas list. But I want to do sure. an impromptu top three, which is each of our favorite or most memorable moments this season on Christmas Countdown. Oh, of our show? Yeah, of, of our Christmas show. Countdown of our show. show. Yeah. Oh, I like that. You like That's that? That's fun. Do you want me to should I go I like first that. to give you a second? You go first. Think? Okay. Let me think. Um, yeah, all yeah. right. So I'm gonna go. I mean, there's so many incredible moments that we've had this season, people we've 
befriended, uh, conversations we've been able to have, incredibly hysterical, organic moments between you and myself here. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm going to go... So, so number three, I'm going to go with uh, accents and impressions. Um, you know, <laughs> I didn't know when we launched this show, you know, because you're the performer here, Eric. You are the actor. Sure. This is how you make your your living. This is how you contribute art sure. out into the world. I'm I'm a I'm an other side of the camera sort of guy. You know, that's been my job for 13 sure, years. Sure. Uh, though I wanted to be a host in a previous life. Um, I'm I'm my job is to shine a light on other people. Little did I know that when we launched the show, that all of a sudden I'd be busting out uh, impressions of you know. Christopher Walken, your bag of impressions, Sia, and and um, oh, what's oh, his name? Oh, your Sia one was so good. Can Sia. you wait? Can you do the Sia one for us one more time? That, that's the one. That's the one lane. you choose because I've that's, also got uh, that's the one I want. What's hear. his name? John. Um, oh my God, uh, uh, Lithgow. John Lithgow. I've got oh, John yes, Lithgow as well. I want to hear the Sia. I've though. got Dean Martin in my pocket. So okay, all right, all right. <clears throat> let me see if I can, let me see if I can do it here. Hold on. Oh boy, that was good. Snuck it in. Take a trip. Down Candy Cane Lane with me. It's the cutest place. I still don't know the lyrics for the record. I thought I was going to get it like I was getting into the groove with it there. I was like, oh, I know I know the lyrics now. And then I totally blanked uh, entirely. You know what I would love to hear oh is Christopher Walken yes. singing that song. Oh, my gosh. Sing Candy Cane Lane? Yeah. That would be good. Take a trip. Candy Cane Lane. lane. Go down the lane with me, baby. Get your candy canes. <laughs> oh, oh, that's God, brilliant. That's okay, so that's good. number three for me. Is uh, and and I do want to apologize one last time to everyone in Ireland uh, for my horrible <laughs> Irish accent that I busted. I out. thought your Irish accent was pretty good. No, I'm pretty not, good. You are not going to bait me into that again. I, <laughs> I will only. All right, I'll Danny give you my boy. number three. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Danny boy. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, number three for me. I'm gonna go. Uh, I will miss, or one of my favorite uh, memories was uh, learning the daily numbers from Danny. Ooh. Uh, and some of that happened on air, and some of that was just <laughs> through our text messages. But, but I loved, you know, Danny was the one that was really handling uh, all of the analytics and stuff like that, and getting the the show out to you listeners out through uh, Apple and Spotify and all the different places. Um, and so, A, I appreciate you doing all of that. Aww. Very hard work, Danny. Um, but also, I it was so exciting when Danny would send me a text in the morning being like, we just crossed 10,000 downloads. You know, and we were like, what? Or he'd be like, we're in 100 countries now. Or, I mean, really, it was more exciting when it was like, we're in 10 countries. I, I was know. like, 10 countries? What? That's nuts. That's not just the U.S. And now we're in 165. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. So uh, my number three would be the learning of the numbers from Danny on on the daily of how the show is sort of being uh, sent out and and being received by by you lovely people. Aww. When you said learning the numbers from Danny at first, I was like, uh, is Eric just referring to like the like the date? Uh, like today is December fifth. <laughs> December fifth. I became Eric's five, daily calendar. One, two, three. Four, five. <laughs> I did it, Danny. I did it. I counted to five. I counted to five. Have you ever played the Cowardly Lion? Uh, I never have. I I did. Um, I did play. I, we did Wizard of Oz when I was in high school, okay. and I played the Scarecrow. Okay. Uh, but I would love to play the Cowardly oh, Lion. Oh, you'd be so great. Uh, 
Put him up. Put him up. If it comes back to Broadway, I fully expect you that to be auditioning. That would be a good role for me. Yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. that would be a uh, direct-to-producer's call for you. That's just that's just what I'm... Let's hope so. That's what I'm just uh, predicting. At this so. point, uh, you know, so. you are one of At the hosts point. of the number one Christmas podcast. If that doesn't get you direct-to-producer's, I don't know what does. Uh, <laughs> Past a pre-screen. Come on. Yeah, come on. Um, all right, so that's a great one, by the way, and and it's it is wild. Yes. Remember, we said we wanted. There's 195 countries in the world, and we sort of joke like world domination. We're only 30 countries right. away from that. That is, I know, and you have to assume that some of these countries are not going to ever listen to this show. It's true. So, uh, 165 is pretty darn good. I, I, where do you go from there? Like, I feel like we've got to chalk that one up as like ding success, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Let's keep this impromptu top three going. For number uh, two, I'm going to go with um, uh, new friends. We have made one of the most memorable things for me is like all these new friends that we have made uh, over the last two months. Yeah. You know, I, because I do run our social media, you know, I, I see all the comments that come through, all of the DMs that come through. And I, I do my best to try to get back to everyone in, in a timely manner. I've actually started doing this thing recently. And I don't know why I didn't start doing this earlier, frankly, is rather than typing responses to people, I'm sending them voice memos back. Um, oh, okay. Because it, it's so much to me, it's it's a lot more efficient and effective, um, you know, sure. rather than just sitting there staring at my phone, trying to type with my fat thumbs and like getting pissed off at my phone. I'm like, that's not what I'm trying to say. And every time I type Christmas, for some reason now, my phone likes to capitalize every letter in Christmas. Mine does that, too. I what don't is know that why. about? And every time I what go. What is that about? I'm like, why don't you know that Christmas is not capitalized? You are not a smartphone. Um and I it yell at it. Does that on mine too? I know. I I know that because so you texted me the other day it and it came that through I had done. all in caps. I was like, "Wait, is happening to Eric as well?" Um, yes. I think the phones, that is they're, gnarly. They're trying to piss us off. <laughs> anyway, that's that'll be another they show are. that we'll do. Um, but but I started doing these voice memos. One because it was just a lot less stressful. Uh, but two, to me, it's like this feels more personal. You know, to hear the voice sure. of one of us coming back to someone. You know, letting them know what you know it means to us that they take the time to reach out. And and to me, it's like to be able to read these messages from people that is like really heartfelt, you know, them sharing very personal things about their lives and, and how our yeah. show has helped them to navigate difficult situations and to, you know, get them into the Christmas spirit or if they're feeling a little sad or down or whatever, that our show every Monday, Friday is something that they look forward to seeing pop up on their phone and it, it brings them joy. It sparks joy. Like we were talking about in the last episode, yeah. that is one of the things i will take away and cherish uh from the last 20 episodes uh and frankly it will carry me into the new year and it'll be something i know i look forward to greatly um as you know we prepare for season two next year in 2022 so that's that's my uh, number two is uh so many new friends you know, I would say that my number two, I was going to say listener reviews as well. Oh. So uh, I will just sort of, I will double what you're saying and agree that, you know, meeting all of you and, and reading your messages and seeing how the show is affecting you and how you've sort of had us on in your, you know, private moments of, of wrapping presents with your family or hanging out by the Christmas tree or, you know, those of you who've told us that, you know, our, our conversations have sparked conversations at your Thanksgiving table or between you and your uh, husbands and wives and kids and and grandparents and stuff like that. The fact that we're uh, hopefully bringing some joy, which is all 
we've ever tried to do, uh, and that you guys are receiving it is really uh, is definitely one of my uh, uh, best memories of this this these past few months for sure. Hundred percent. Totally. Hundred um, percent. Okay, number one for me uh, is not nearly as heartfelt as I so often say <laughs> on this show. This is something that made me laugh so hard when it happened. There have been so many moments this season that have that have made me laugh so incredibly hard, so it's hard to pick one. Um, but uh, this one stands out in my mind because whenever I think about it, it still makes me laugh so hard. And that is uh, the- What is it? The onion versus onion debate. <laughs> <laughs> it is onion with a G. Oh my gosh. It's a silent and also, <laughs> but also uh, very missing present. G, but- <laughs> It's a, it's a it's the opposite of like a silent letter. It's the letter that you say, but it's not in the word. It's just the opposite. It's the flip of of a, like a silent e. At it's the like end reading between the lines. You know? It's like uh, when yeah, yeah. you're when you're in a, a marriage or a, you know domestic domestic partnership. You got to know what was what was the intent of the word. The intent of the, the word, word is onion. Is onion. There was really a g intended. It's very to be clear. In there. Oh my yes, gosh! Yes, but yes. that when that happened in the moment. Um, that's what's been so fun about our show is that, you know, we set this sort of framework for what we want to discuss every single episode and we have our, our countdowns. And as we've gone on, I feel like, you know, Eric, you know, our, our friendship has, has grown significantly. Our chemistry as it were, you know, as hosts has, has grown as we've gone along. But what's been so fun are those moments that are unscripted, that something just sort of happens and you interject or I interject. And then all of a sudden it just breathes this dynamic magic uh, into these moments. Like it, it really, really feels magical when we're in those moments. I remember when Onion Onion happened and I was laughing so hard sitting here in my studio, but I also was like, this is, this is the secret sauce. This is the, yeah. this is the essence. This is the magic. This is, this, I, it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, we are meant to be doing this. Um, yeah. like we have something dynamic between us and why did it take us three years to finally do a podcast together? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that, that moment will always, uh, will always be in my heart. And anytime I see an onion, uh, for the rest of my life, I will, I will always think of, of Eric Peterson. That it's pronounced onion. I won't, I won't think onion. that, but... <laughs> <laughs> You will in deep in your heart, oh, yeah. whether you want to admit it or not, you will. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that is great. I do. I loved that moment as well. My number one uh, moment is going to be when you surprised me by bringing on uh, Rob Barrett, the the producer of It's Cow Christmas. And I got to meet him and talk to him and ask questions about how that was made, which I never knew. And that was so enlightening and, and joyful for me. And, you know, the fact that it has led to It's a Cow Christmas being available to li- music listeners around <laughs> the world um, on Spotify is it really I know it's like a jokey uh, album, but like we talk a lot about nostalgia on this show and like trying to remember and connect to our past memories and, and memories of when we were kids. And Cow Christmas is a huge part of like my childhood memories of Christmas. And and my family gets so my like my nuclear family that I grew up with gets so much joy out of it. And now my nuclear family with you know, my wife and kids get so much joy out of it. And so the fact that you were able to sort of uh, connect us with Rob and we got to meet him and he was so lovely and, and more people have found out about It's a Cow Christmas has really, uh, really warmed my heart because I think, again, 
why it's a cow christmas is so great is because it is so silly but it's yeah. also heartfelt and that's like the key i think to life is being silly mm. and being heartfelt and you can you can live a good life that way so yeah. th- for me meeting meeting rob and and all the stuff with cow christmas has been a major highlight for me would you say that uh i'm an incredibly thoughtful gift giver an incredibly thoughtful gift giver, and you you pride yourself in that. I know, I do. and you you succeeded this year uh, tenfold for sure. Amazing. I I will go ahead and apologize to my wife uh, publicly right now. I don't think I got her something nearly as I don't want to say as nearly as, as thoughtful, but it didn't. The stuff that I got for her for Christmas didn't require me hunting down a man in Minnesota. You know, like all of a sudden I became a, a PI. Well, I'll tell you this. <laughs> You have you have two days, and you better move quickly to find something. <laughs> I think I got some some solid stuff for her for sure, um, and I I do think there's one thoughtful thing that she's really going to enjoy. Uh, she listens That's to good. this show, so something to look forward to uh, tomorrow, yes. babe, uh, is yes. a little something from your hubby. Uh, that sounded. <laughs> Mildly inappropriate. We should keep going uh, with these. We should keep going with these uh, reviews here. Yes, um, yes, yes. Is yes. it my turn or your I turn? I think you did. Uh, you did. Alex, I did. Right? Cow, Cow Christmas. Christmas. So you, you do. Yeah, you do great. Okay. All right. This. Uh, great God. This. The title of this uh, review is my podcast. Um, I love that. Mm. Um, it's uh, and this is from uh, Gr8. So great God. Um, and their review says at the end of the day, when I am tired and just, uh, didn't have a good day, I listen to this podcast with y'all's Christmas cheer. Uh, it makes my day. Uh, I only have certain podcasts or movies or TV shows. And this, this one, this is one that I will listen to over and over again. It just makes me feel good inside. I absolutely love this podcast. Keep doing this. It is amazing. And this is from, uh, Daphne who is in Liberty Hills, Texas. Thank you, Daphne. That is so nice. Thank yeah, you, Daphne. So that is awesome. Words. And we love it. If you if you can listen uh, more than once, then then we're doing something right. So right? that's good. Thank you, Daphne. That is awesome. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Um, all righty. I got one. Uh, you'll have to tell me what the full title is because I, I can't see them oh, on can't? my phone. I only oh, okay. get the first few words. What do you have? Uh, it's a Christmas tree, a Santa, and it says all of the Chris... I'm going to yeah. guess Christmas feels. Oh, ding, Christmas ding, goodies. Ding. Hold on. Yes, I was right. You nailed it. All yeah. the Christmas feels. There are two more emojis by... at the end, by the way, but you I wouldn't expect oh, you okay. to guess them. Sure, sure, sure. Uh this is by Queequeg nineteen eighty two. Queequeg. That's a fun uh, name. I wonder if it's something it's, uh, it backwards. reminds me of no I don't think so. Queequeg. That's a, it reminds me we just watched Elf last night and remember when he says Francisco, that's a fun word to say. Francisco. 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 Queequeg. Queequeg. That's fun to say. Queequeg. Queequeg. Um, okay, so Queequeg says, uh, if you love Christmas and everything the season brings, this is where you want to be. The sweet host, Danny and Eric, will definitely put you in that holly jolly Christmas spirit all tied up in a bow. Oh. Just want to say thank you both so much for making this wonderful pod. Merry <laughs> Christmas, guys. Oh, they did a lot Queequeg. of R's and Y's, so I felt like it was uh, appropriate. Queequeg. Thank you for that. Do you think it's maybe K, K, like maybe it's Spanish? K, A, K, Queg? K, A, Queg? I don't know. K, A, Queg? Whoever you are, if you're listening. I'm looking. 
please. I'm let looking us know. at the next uh, the next name, and I can't wait to see how you're going to say oh, this. Oh uh, no! I just looked. <laughs> oh wow! This okay. the screen name of this oh, next person. Oh my gosh! Okay, maybe this is something. Good backwards. luck, Danny. Okay. Uh, so the title of this review is "Love This Show." Heart emoji, Santa presents, and a Christmas tree. Um, and this review comes to us from our very uh, loyal listener, uh, whose name is Gikugfergerhurrer. Um, <laughs> it's G Y H G H H H H H H F U U G R H R U U R. It sounds like you know what it sounds like. It's, it sounds like in Three Amigos when they have to like sing the songs around the the um, the singing bush. Yes. To summon yes. the the invisible swordsman. Where they're like, yes. Farley, 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 And then and then Chevy just goes hip hip hop hip bang. And then you hear the oh. you hear the invisible swordsman go ah. And they're like, you killed the I invisible swordsman. I hope that this person. I hope this person was like there and they were creating their Apple account or whatever. And they're like, and they said, please input a username. And then their cat like walked across the keyboard. And that's what, and they were like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll keep I'll that. Or they fell asleep. They have narcolepsy. Oh, man. They have quite a few H's and U's and R's in there. Okay. Oh, let's hear what their review is. Do we even is, need though? to re- read the review at this point? Um, okay. <laughs> All right. We're just going to call you G. Um, G, yeah. this is uh, Hi, this show is so amazing. I don't quite know any other words to describe it. It's that amazing. They always put me in the Christmas spirit and give me a good laugh every time. After a long day, I listen to it before bed. And I always love the topics. These guys are so funny and have a lot of Christmas spirit. Thanks for doing this and Merry Christmas. Um, Amazing. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, I feel like we have to have gotten it kind of right somewhere in there. Pretty close. I don't know. One um, of those. If you combine Danny's Danny's reading and my reading, I'm sure we got it in there somewhere. Um, all right, I got a good one here. This is from Flight Medic MN, Minnesota. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, best way to spread Christmas cheer is my guess i can't see the end of the title um but they gave us five golden stars i guessed it right again fantastic um all right and this person says uh this podcast is amazing working healthcare and being busy with life it has been really hard to get into christmas this podcast has changed that i love listening to it on my way to work i find myself arguing and agreeing with them as i am driving like we are all in the vehicle together it has sparked new ideas to bring into my families as well as fan the flame of old traditions tv specials and things from my childhood that i had forgotten this podcast is a must for me thank oh. you so much for that that is so kind and thank you for all of your work in the healthcare industry. Yes. We know that uh, that uh, industry has been so deeply affected and overworked and had so many, so much has been put upon yeah. all of you that work in healthcare uh, over the last two and a half years. And we appreciate it deeply. We know yes. that you all are making sacrifices every single day of your time, of your health, of your attention, of your energies, of your care. Uh, and we, as a, as a community, definitely appreciate that. And yes. we, we hope that you feel loved and appreciated. So thank you very much for that flight medic 
MN, Minnesota. Thank yeah. you for that uh, wonderful review, and Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas, Flight Medic. Um, I'll I'll just echo everything that Eric said. Uh, it's just, it's so uh, moving, you know, to see what uh, healthcare workers have done over the last, Yeah. you know, I think, I think oftentimes we sort of forget because a lot of the last couple of years has felt like Groundhog Day to an extent. You know, it's like yeah, you sometimes totally. you go, wait, was that last week or was that last year? Like, I, I find myself wondering that sometimes. And I think in the early days when we were, this was so new, it, there was a lot of love going to healthcare workers. And not to say there's not any more, but it almost just feels like we just sort of expect them to to be there and to take on the brunt of everything that our that our country right. and our world are going through right now and i think it's yeah. just important to point out just how grateful we all still are and i think again this goes back to what we've talked about a ton on our show is that you know, you put something like this out in the world and you don't know whose car whose earbuds whatever it's going to go into and and the thought we'll hear that it yeah someone who is you know on the front lines it seems um you know working every day to keep everyone uh, as healthy and as safe as possible, um, that our show is able to sort of keep them in a positive headspace as they go to and from um, what can, I'm, I'm sure, be an incredibly challenging yeah. and stressful situation. Um, the the power of that is not lost on us. So so just thank you. 100%. If there are any other healthcare workers who are out there listening to our show, paramedics, frontline workers, firefighters, police officers, uh, whoever, uh, first responders, we just want to, you know, give our, our best wishes to you and thank you for all you do to, to keep all of us, um, so safe, uh, and so healthy. So, thank you. um, thank you flight medic in Minnesota. Uh, next one, this one comes to us from John Gleason. Uh, I wonder if John is, uh, maybe related to your, your hero, Jackie. Jackie. Yeah. Maybe. Jackie, Jackie my, it was Jackie a Gleason's real name, John, do we know? Because I know sometimes guys who are named John, their nickname is Jackie for some reason. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to look it I up right remember. now. Uh, you know, I'm going I'm to do a, an impromptu Google sesh. Deep dive. His, yes. his birth name was John Herbert Gleason. John Herbert Gleason. So maybe, go. maybe this person is related Could to Jackie Gleason. Relative. Wouldn't that be incredible, Eric? Possibly. If, that would be awesome. If you did Jackie's famous monologue for a descendant yeah. of John Gleason, a.k.a. Jackie Gleason? That, that would be amazing. If and you, you, if you are related to Jackie Gleason, John Gleason, uh, let us know when you listen to this. Wouldn't it be incredible if we had Mel As B? We, -review. we have Mel B listening to the show from Spice Girls. We got Jackie <laughs> Gleason's you know, grandson. Uh, sure. Yeah. And but, don't forget, we have. <laughs> I think that was code for Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is also listening <laughs> to the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, the title of this <laughs> review from John is The Christmas Podcast We Always Needed. That's awesome. Uh, oh, yes. And then John goes on to say, uh, I discovered this show a couple weeks ago and I can't get enough. The chemistry and the humor between Eric and Danny is reason alone to tune in, but the show's positivity and the inspiring way the hosts make their listeners feel better about themselves and life in general, it makes this a can't-miss listen. I love Christmas, and I love this podcast. I don't want either to end. Thank you, fellas. And please, come back next Christmas, or better yet, year-round. The world needs more people like you and more shows like this. Merry Christmas. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I got John. That is so kind. I legitimately that is have just I so have, kind. I have chills right now. Um, yeah, that is that's great. That's just really 
Spot yeah. on. And I feel like we everyone's trying to make us uh, cry uh, on this finale <laughs> yeah. episode. It's like not not that I needed a uh, nudge in that direction anyway, because I'm not very good at yeah. goodbyes. Um, but man, um, wow. yeah, All right. that's a good one. Should that's a real good one. one. <laughs> All right, I got one. I got another one here. This is from uh, HKB Mom, uh, and the title is "Danny, help me out. Help me find Christmas." I don't know what the next word is going to be. You don't? You don't want to guess? Christmas helped me find Christmas cheer. Yes! Yes! (laughs) Fantastic. Um, uh, And they say, each episode has been like walking down memory lane with two friends. And what is great is you have reminded me of so many great Christmas things that I hadn't thought of in a while and introduced me to many new ones. Thank you from GA Georgia. Uh-huh. Um, that is so. Thank you very much, HKB Mom. Merry Christmas to you. And that's uh, that's what we've been shooting to do is try to show some new things that you maybe uh, weren't aware of and remind you of some of those great gems from from back in the day. So thank yeah. you very much. We appreciate that. I love that we hope HKB you have a, great, a great Christmas. Yeah, I love that HKB said uh, a, a walk down memory lane with two friends. Yeah. That really stuck out to me. You know. Um, I feel like that could be our 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 like slogan, but also the you want your bells jingled. Listen, Listen to, to this. this. <laughs> Both, I mean, it, it's it's all about yin and Both yang in life. You want to have the That's heartfelt right. mixed with a little bit of comedy and brevity. Um, but it, it, it's it's so cool um, to think that people refer to us as friends. You know, I I posted this yeah. on my personal social media yesterday when sort of just reminiscing on what this show has meant to me this year uh and i i get asked a lot you know being a a producer in you know specifically the non-scripted world um you know what makes a great show what makes great talent you know or cast members um and i and i always say you know two things for the most part i say i think stories that are that are real and honest yeah whatever that is you know you know that could be um you know that could be a docuseries about someone searching for gold in the Bering Sea. You know, I think if you have a story that's honest and real, but further, I think having people who can find a connection with the audience in some way um, is is vital. And and I think, yeah. as, as I said earlier, I think at times when we were launching this show, I wondered if, you know, because I know Eric's a very entertaining person. That's what he does. I love his sense of humor. He cracks me up. This is what he does. That's not my job. My job has not been to entertain people for, for a while, you know. And um, I think I doubted whether or not people would be interested to hear my perspective on on things. And um, I, it's been and really... you came in and you crushed it. Oh, thank you, dude. Um, but it, You it, crushed it. Oh, it's just been... But I think the reality is, is that if you just come to a situation, whatever that is, in any situation in your life as your real honest self, you will find a person or people who connect with that that are living a very similar experience. And I think that's what we've tried to do. I know that's what we've tried to do every episode is like to feel like you are hanging out with friends. Um, yeah. That's what we we think of you as friends. And, and it's really special for us to know that you think of us as friends too. So anyway, this is like a really long, totally. uh, like, Goodbye letter. Um, I feel like it is. it's like Slowly a boys to men song. It's like a boys to men song. Although we've come, yeah, it's gonna sound really end. great when it's mixed together. I believe. <laughs> 
we have a slight the the tiniest delay delay between (laughs) danny and i so sometimes when we try to sing we end up just just slightly off because it's just there's the tiniest bit of delay listen to them (laughs) eric was on broadway (laughs) listen to them try to sing oh jeez. oh we got a few more you do another one do another one wait i should yeah here we go it's my turn it's my turn okay Yes, um, it is your turn. Sorry, my, my feedback to HKB Mom was so long, I figured it was just me who read that one. Um, <laughs> all right, we got to also... We're, this is going to be like a three-hour episode. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, this next review comes to us from Eric Runyon, and the title of this uh, review is, I love this. Oh, man, this one's going to get me. Okay. Uh, Eric says, uh, I've battled depression for a long time. Uh, a few weeks ago... I was majorly depressed and had no idea how to come out of it because I want to have a fantastic Christmas. I got on the podcast app and simply typed in Christmas and saw this show and downloaded an episode. Now I've heard every episode. These guys helped put me in the Christmas spirit and brought me out of my depressed state. I can't recommend this show hard enough. Wow. That's awesome. That's really... Really touching and really yeah. awesome. So thank you, Eric Runyon. Merry Christmas to you. We yes. hope that you're feeling better and you're feeling in a, a better space. Yes. Um, and if we did even a tiny little bit to help you get there, then uh, it was our pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because, you know, uh, I think everybody over the last two years especially, um, but, uh, you know, obviously depression is a, a issue that affects Many, 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 many people around yeah. the world and in, in our country for sure. And, you know, uh, I think it is it's hard to uh, be in a place where you you know you want to be happy and yeah. you want to be um, feeling inspired and, and high energy. And, and you know that mentally you're like, yeah, I want to be there. That's what I want to be feeling. And somehow your your brain and your body just says, we're not there yet. Yeah. And it can be hard and it can be... It, like the word, it can be depressing. And, you know, it takes things that, and we can never really know what is going to be the thing that gets us out of those slumps. And and if we uh, did anything to help you think of joy and positivity and, and good memories of the past, and hopefully uh, a feeling of looking towards the future with good memories, then we, we were happy to do it. And uh, we all know that we all need that kind of pick-me-up here and yeah. there through life. So... We hope that you're feeling better, Eric, and Merry Christmas, and thank you for being a listener, and we're glad that you found us, and, and we're, we're happy that, that you did. Yes, I, I will second everything that, uh, that Eric just said to you, Eric. Um, yeah, I, I, I know all too well what those feelings can, can be like, and I think it is leaning into things that we love, even if it's uncomfortable because it doesn't feel the way we want it to feel. Um, I think you making that choice, being an active participant in in lifting your spirit, um, the credit goes to you, you know, to make a choice to go to something that does make you feel good. And even though it wasn't feeling exactly yeah. how you wanted it to feel, hopefully day by day, your spirit is is being lifted. I know that uh, that this show has done that for me. You know, I, it's like so many other people, the last couple of years have been really, really hard. Um, and this show, talking about something I love with a good friend, and making all these new yeah. friends uh, through the process has been incredibly, I'll be totally honest, has been incredibly healing uh, for me. Uh, and that's, I want to applaud you, Eric, for being honest and open in a public space about what you've gone through. Because I think 
so often we steer away from talking about the things that are challenging in our lives uh, out of fear of how people are going to react and out of comparison and all these sorts of things. And I think it's, it really means a lot to us that we've created this culture of inclusivity and honesty and openness and realness where you feel comfortable enough to share that as I know other listeners have as well. So just know that we see you, uh, we hear you, uh, we appreciate you. And, and as Eric said, we're wishing you just a Merry Christmas, um, with, uh, with those that you, that you love most. And thank you so much, uh, for listening to our show, Eric. Thank you. Um, all right, I got another one here. This is from Mike from Huntsville. Huntsville's in Alabama, if I'm uh, correct on my It is, uh, the, sure. uh, the onion capital Alabama. of the world. That's right. <laughs> I'm making that up. That's uh, a lie. And this review, it, this review is called Five Golden Stars, Obviously. And they did leave <laughs> us five golden stars. Yeah. And Mike from Huntsville says, Eric and Danny are great. I've been listening since early November. Everyone told me to wait to celebrate, but but finally, some kindred souls. I've loved revisiting some great Christmas moments and songs, but my favorite thing is picking up new ones. Mm. I had never heard of Jamie Cullum before this podcast, but now I love Piano Man at Christmas and the yes. whole album. Also, we now eat popcorn with onion powder and garlic yes. salt. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> um, thanks for sharing so many of your uh, personal memories, and fingers crossed you guys do it again next year. Also, what kind of monster has never seen Mickey's <laughs> Christmas Carol? That's just crazy. Uh, I am that monster. Uh, just That is so good. Just as Christopher Walken it. says in um, uh, Catch Me If You Can, I am that mouse. Uh, I am that monster. I am that mouse. Uh, That's so good. I will, I Thank you, Mike. I Merry will watch Christmas. it. I promise everybody, okay? I went and watched Klaus. Dude. I did that. you got to watch Mickey Christmas Carol. It's I watched Noel the, the other Christmas night. Carol. I'd never seen Noel. That's a good one. I watched that the other night. Noel's a good one. Fantastic movie. Um, yes. I feel like I've been exposed to Prep and Landing I'd never watched before this season. I, yes. Like, you guys are having an effect on me, all right? Okay. But I, you got to watch Mickey okay. Christmas Carol. I will, I, as soon as you get it's like an hour long. I promise. Okay, mark my words right now. So today, when my daughter gets home from school, she loves Mickey yes. Mouse. I will watch it with her, okay? Okay, great. After nap time. She will love it. Okay. Great. <laughs> uh, side note, do you want right, to know what I, I, uh, I, I yes. have to drop a fun fact here, because that's okay. what I do, and I haven't done that yet this episode. Um curious if you know what Huntsville, Alabama is known for. I don't. I don't know. It is uh, It is known as Rocket City because it is the site of the U.S. Space and Rocket Center, as well as NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center and the United States Army Aviation and Missile Command. Very cool. I was Isn't that cool? That. That's very cool. Yeah. I love it. Boom. Literally. Okay. Another celebrity alert here, potentially, Eric. Oh, this is true. This is another this is celebrity alert. Celebrity. The title of this review is Funny, Wholesome, and Nostalgic, coming from mm -hmm. Bill Gates. Bill P. Gates. I don't know if the famous Bill Gates, is, if his middle name is Peter, Let's but see. if it is, then this is this is the real deal. Should, I, should I look it up, or should I just not in hopes that Maybe it really is. Let's him. just not. Let's just hope. Let's oh, all. Shoot. Let's. I just believe. hit enter. Oh dang it! Let's believe in the magic. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna read it. I'm not gonna read it. Okay. okay. So Bill Gates, uh, president of Microsoft, uh, huge fan of the show. Um, <laughs> don't quote me on that because I'll probably get sued. 
Um, anyway, this comes from a guy <laughs> named Bill Gates. Might be the real Bill yes. Gates. He might be hanging out with Mel B from Spice Girls. I don't know. Um, who's to say? All right. <laughs> Bill has to say, so uh, I love listening to Christmas podcasts. Who knew? Um, <laughs> to get into the season. Traditionally, I listen to Christmas Past with Brian Earl. Ooh, shout out, Christmas Past. Good show. Yeah. Um, which is fantastic, and I think you guys should link up with him for a show. And this year, I've added this show to my feed, and I am loving it, just like yeah. I love my company, Microsoft. He said that in parentheses <laughs> at the end, I think. Oh, no, I made that up. That's right. Oh, wait, there's more. Oh, there's more. Hold on. Yes. I just clicked on it. Um, <laughs> this show is so much fun to listen to. It's wholesome and nostalgic and reminds me of Christmas in the 80s and 90s. The hosts have a great banter that's frankly as good as the actual countdown content. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh, if you need a little holiday cheer, I seriously recommend the Christmas countdown show. Merry Christmas from nice. Bill Gates uh, in Washington. Um, no. <laughs> Doesn't say where he's from. But. Thank you, billionaire Bill Gates. We appreciate the <laughs> review. The billionaire, yeah. Oh, oh my that's gosh, great. that's so good. Oh, that's fun. All right, we got one more is review that, wait, here. Wait, this is our and last I, review of the season? This is our last review oh. of the season. This is from Laura Carver, uh, and the title is Candy Cane Love, They Need to Continue? Oh. <laughs> I don't know what the rest of the title no. of the review is. Uh, they said they in need... parentheses, they need a candy cane emoji. They need a candy cane emoji. You're yeah, not they don't wrong. Have one of those. I agree. Um, and and Laura Carver says, I absolutely love this show. I've laughed and cried and found some new items on my Christmas lists. Thank you for bringing me joy through my one hour commute to work and back each day. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Laura wow. Carver. Merry Christmas to you as well. Yes. That is so kind of you. And to all of you that have left reviews <sighs> on Apple, on Spotify, anywhere that you are listening to your podcast and leaving reviews for us, uh, sending us messages through Facebook and uh, Instagram and and TikTok, we we just appreciate and Twitter. Uh, we, we just we love you guys, and yeah. uh, we, I know we say it a lot, but we really do because we just love that people are connecting to this and feeling exactly what we hoped you would. And yeah. so I feel like when you set a goal, and the and the goal is for people to feel something, and that goal is achieved, it feels really good. So yeah. as good as we've made you feel, you've made us feel even better. So thank you for that. Thank you for all the reviews. Yes. Um, what's next on our little agenda here, Danny? I don't know. I I just started like writing out as many items as I could possibly think of just to try to make this show uh, as long as possible, so that way, <laughs> so we, that it I, never ends. I, Eric, I'm not kidding. Like I am, I am not good at, at goodbyes. That might be mm. like my uh, my kryptonite is is sure. goodbyes. I don't like it. I always like very often when I go to like you know when parties were a thing, um, when I'd go to parties or whatever, you know, I would say oh, I gotta gotta try to get out of here early tonight. You know. Right. And then somehow I'm always the last person at the party. I don't know. Right, yeah. I'm sorry that that wasn't the case when I went to your party, Eric, because I have kids now. Um, yes. But so frequently I'm like, oh, got to get out of here early. And then before I know, it's like I'm cleaning up like stuff off the table. Right. You know, <laughs> guys got a guest room? No. Um, but I just <laughs> I'm staying tonight. I just don't like goodbyes. Um, sure. And that's why. I think with our show, it's like see you next season, but also, you know, this idea that we are launching our new show uh, come February, which is going to be our, our parenting podcast, which I almost think I was thinking about this the other day, Eric, maybe we, we really lean into, I know you mentioned this, you and I were, were just chatting on the phone the other day, 
you mentioned like us doing countdowns on our parenting podcast and maybe we yeah. really lean into this and just become the countdown guys you know like i like that we so we, i think that's actually great we just maybe that is good it's a little more broad as opposed to just parenting it could be we could do top 10 uh you know movies top 10 uh uh mobster movies top 10 candies top 10 i mean there's like a bajillion top 10 lists that you could do yeah. i think that might be better i think you're right that wasn't necessarily what i was a, suggesting a word getting <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so I good. was more saying like, okay, so at the holiday season, we do Christmas <laughs> countdown, and then in February, right. we do parenting countdown, and then we could come up with another one, and we just sort of become known as the countdown guys, but we yes. have all these like countdowns that we do of various thematic things. Was- yes, yes, I, I yes, I think that's what I'm saying too. I think okay. obviously at Christmas, we're doing Christmas countdowns. Yes. When it's 4th of July, we're doing, you know, a firework countdowns, things like that. But yes, I think, yes, I my, think you're right. My number seven firework is the little <laughs> bomb-shaped thing you light and it just puffs blue smoke. That's my number seven. What do you got, Eric? Listen, I uh, could do a top 10 uh, fireworks. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh-huh. That was, I, I, I might be down for that. Um, but I, but I love this idea of that we're not going away. You know, we don't have to wait until October, November of next year to get to do this again. Uh, and you all, our listeners don't have to wait either. If you, if you really do enjoy this, which, you know, a hundred thousand plus downloads tells us that, that you do 92% Mm -hmm. consumption rate tells us that you do. You can come hang out with us and we can continue this friendship and we could talk about things other than Christmas. And, and obviously we'll come totally. back to Christmas again next year, but we could talk about all the other things that, that go on in life like friends do. Right, Eric? Yes. So, yes, indeed. So I come think find that's a great idea. on Instagram at The Dad Diary. That's where you can find us, uh, where you can learn more about whatever our next show is going to be. Clearly, Eric and yes. I are still figuring it out. Um we are still figuring oh, out you're, get you're getting a sneak peek into our production meetings. Yes. <laughs> um, but yes, obviously, and whatever we choose and however we choose to title it and, and promote it and everything, we will put all that information on the Christmas countdown uh, pages and stuff. So if you're following us here as well, you'll we will make sure that you are aware of it. So yes. uh, make sure you continue to follow us if you are uh, have not already. Uh, make sure you hit that what do the kids say? Smash that smash like it. button. You gotta smash, smash that, that subscribe button. button. I always think it's smash funny when somebody says button. that on YouTube and then like they have three subscribers. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and right. smash that subscribe button. I'm like Smash that subscribe button. Make sure you hit us up for alerts. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, turn turn uh notifications on. That's another thing they say, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to be cool again. I used to be cool. <laughs> If you used to be cool. cool, do you get to become cool again? I don't know how that works. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I just want to make sure. I. Um, okay. I so we do so, have, before we get to the back half of our ultimate top 10 list, uh, there were a few more things yes. I, I know we wanted to talk about. So listeners, yes. buckle up because clearly you've already been here for nearly an hour and 15 at this point. So you know what? <laughs> what do you have to do over the next few days anyway? It's Christmas weekend. The whole world shuts down. Just, just listen just, up, just, folks. Just listen Come to on. us. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, so one of the gifts that I got for our daughter for Christmas this year, um, I, I got to like really get a look at it last night because I finally, finally, uh, started wrapping gifts last night. Um, Mm -hmm. it's something I've been sort of, I wasn't like holding it off because I didn't want to wrap the gifts. I was holding it off because 
we've you know our daughter's three right now we've realized like if there's wrapped gifts laying around the house she really likes to see what's inside of them um sure so i figured it was the smart move to wait to put them under the tree but then yesterday i was like well i don't necessarily have to wait to wrap them um so last night i came out to my garage and and i want to give a pro tip to anyone out there when it comes to wrapping gifts this was something i yes i sort of started doing i didn't sort of i started doing it last year if you have um like a card table or like a folding table, mm-hmm. you know, like the one that's like the six foot standard white folding table situation. Sure. Yeah. If you have space in your garage or your house or whatever, bust that out at Christmas time and make it your wrapping station. Um, Cause yeah. I think too many of us, especially like us who are getting into our like late thirties, early forties, we sit on the ground. Right. And you're like hunched yeah. over and like, you bad can't for the back. It's bad for bad the for back. The you get up and you're like, Oh Gosh, you know, you sort of like do that sort of situation. My hips, my hips, my my back. Um, I love that song. No, (laughs) Um, (laughs) no, that's not the show. Uh, Having a folding table is a game changer because it brings it up to like normal level. It's right there. You can easily rotate the gift around. If you have pets at home, like we do, you don't have to worry about like strayed dog hairs getting in your tape and all that sort of stuff. Oh, I hate so that. So yeah, yeah. if you have a folding table or some sort of folding table situation, a table, whatever that you can utilize, make that your wrapping station. I did it last night. I wrapped, let me see, I can, let me peek around my shoulder here to see all the gifts. I wrapped, let's see, two, four, six, eight, like 14 gifts last night. Um, nice. And one of them was a gift that we got for our daughter Emerson because she's obsessed with, with Snow White and, and the Seven Dwarfs. Um, yeah, but I can't, excuse me. I speaking of stray dog fur, I have one on my tongue. Um, <laughs> I couldn't find like just a normal, like dopey or grumpy stuffed animal. I, w- I was searching all over the internet. Okay. They were just so hard to find, but Amazon as part of their like gifts of the season thing, uh, Disney released from the vault, this, uh, dwarfs plush set. And I was like, oh, awesome. Fun. Now I can get Dopey, Grumpy, and the other five dwarfs. This is going to be amazing. So I ordered it. It's been here at my house for, I don't know, a month and a half at this point in time, like hiding in my closet. And so last night, I was like, okay, I'm wrapping gifts. And it came in this box. So I was like, well, I'll take it out of the box. So that way, when she opens it, she can actually see it rather than just seeing like a cardboard sure. box. Yeah, yeah. So I pull it out. I open the box. And inside the box, it's wrapped in like really nice tissue paper. Like it's like professionally wrapped real tight. I was like, what's going on here? So I pull it out. I rip back the tissue paper. This yeah. plush set, Eric, is like the most fancy stuffed animal set I have ever seen in my life. Like they're all perfectly mounted side by side. It's got like this like gold seal on it. And inside it mounted oh, to the packaging right next to the dwarfs is a certificate of authenticity. Dang. I was like. Maybe you're not even supposed to take them out of the box. I know. You're this save is, those to, se- to sell Eric, this is 20 exactly years from now. <laughs> what I was thinking last night. I, I, I posted on my own Instagram. I did an IG story, but I was like, guys, what do I do? I, I mean, <laughs> obviously, I want my daughter to have something that's going to make her really, really but happy. But I also want to be rich. But I want to be rich. <laughs> I want to buy NFTs and, and, and <laughs> land in the metaverse next to Snoop Dogg. Um, oh, my gosh. No, but I was like, do wait, should... Should I give these to her? Like, I really started asking myself that question. Can you order a Can you order a second set and oh, like that's keep a great one question. as you know? One is hers to play with, and then one is don't touch these. These are Daddy's retirement plan. 
So, full disclosure, we've run into this situation before. Um, <laughs> so years ago, <laughs> before uh, we had any children and we dreamed of becoming parents someday, um, we were at uh, this private members-only restaurant at Disneyland called Club 33. We have a good friend. We're not members personally, but we have a good friend who, who's a member there. Uh, him and his wife are members there, and you know they would they would get us in every year for sure. uh, for Lynn's birthday. And so one year we were there, and they had this Mickey Mouse uh, like stuffed animal plush in this like custom Club Thirty Three box, and it has like it's old school Mickey, Amazing. like it's like early early days Mickey, and it has like sure. the Club Thirty Three logo stitched on the bottom of his foot, and so. Lynn said for her birthday that year, she wanted that stuffed animal, but she wanted to buy it for us to save for when we had a child someday. And she wanted to be able to gift it to that child. Really sweet sentiment. However, that's the most expensive stuffed animal I have ever purchased in my life. Um, And so for the first like year of of Emerson's life, um, because it was years before, you know, we were finally fortunate enough to get pregnant. And when Emerson was born, we put the stuffed animal in her room, but in the box up on her shelf. Right. But then she started to fall in love with Mickey. And she was eyeing that Mickey is like, wait a second. I want to when play, with, to that play with that one. <laughs> and I really had a tough time opening up that box. Because <laughs> I was like, because I went on eBay, Eric. I couldn't even find one. I couldn't even find one on eBay. And oh, so I was geez, like, oh, yeah. geez. If this was 70, it was $75. I'm just going to come out and tell you. Right. Most money I've ever spent sure. on stuffed animal. Anyway, I hate myself too. Right. Um, so <laughs> I was like, if I bought it for 75, however many years ago, and I cannot find one on eBay, how it much is this thing millions. worth? And further, in 20, 30 years, when Emmy maybe yeah. you know goes to college or whatever, or wants to buy a house, maybe this thing's worth a couple Gs. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I opened the box. Um and I gave it to her. So that's good. If that's you ever a good, come to my house, you will move. see the most expensive stuffed animal I've ever purchased. <laughs> and and fun fact, we ended up buying a Donald a couple years later. So I have that one too, out of the box. That's good. And so anyway, I, to bring that back to the the dwarfs, I, I I have to give it to her. How do I how do I not? You know, I think you definitely should give it to her. But I think you should see if you can order a, a second. <laughs> second set that you keep keep in mint condition can i give you a great uh thing that we've been doing the last couple years uh with because with the two kids we um because when we wrap stuff you know how when you're like thinking for the order of things being opened you want like and you may not know this yet because your second kid is so young but you want like some of the gifts are smaller some of them are bigger and you kind of want them at least we do we're trying to be like oh okay you open that one and sophie you open that one because those are like commensurate gifts like they're supposed to go together yes and it can be hard to remember what you wrapped so we do we write little numbers on the bottom corner of each package and then we have a little sheet that has what all of them are and obviously the kids can't see the sheet um and then we can be like all right um sophie find present number four and miles find present number eight and then you guys open those ones together so then we like keep track of what's in there and it also helps us remember to make sure we got essentially the same amount of gifts for each of them because sometimes you're as you're shopping throughout the season and you're like oh we got that other thing for miles i forgot we got to get something else for sophie and it helps us kind of keep it um organized a little bit that's brilliant i think my aunt used to do that um because she had you know like three boys and you know i think by the time they got like into like 
age, you know, eight through 12, they were probably all very curious about like whose gift was whose. And so right, I remember yeah, going yeah, over yeah. to their house at the holiday season and all the gifts just had numbers on them. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. that's so sneaky. It keeps snooping eyes a little bit, uh, a little bit off of them, which is good. I think I'm, I think with Emerson, we're definitely going to have to do that. The thing right now is that any gift, it doesn't matter if it says one or seven or Emmy or Riley or daddy or whatever, <laughs> that paper's getting she ripped thinks off. It's for her. Yeah, yeah, everything's for her at this point in time. <laughs> and I was debating last night because I was like, well, I could do a test run and just put the gifts underneath the tree right now. And then if she comes out in the morning and like tries to rip it open, then I know we can't do that yet. But then I right. thought, that might create some confusion. I had this like dad light bulb that went off because sure. if I put the gifts out to like last night and she comes out in the morning and sees all these gifts, she might think it's Christmas morning. It's uh, Christmas morning, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'll wait yeah. until she comes home from school and I'll say, hey, sweetie, you know, I wrapped all the gifts for mommy and dad, you know, and, and Riley. Let's yeah. let's put them under the tree and see That's if she maybe idea. wants to participate in the experience. Um, and then if yeah. she tries to rip them open, then at least I get my answer. So... Um, sure. Yeah. That's what like that's that. what's going on over here. I, I like to refer to my uh my garage as um as Santa's workshop. Um mm -hmm. but I was thinking last night I had this idea, I was like, should I did I Christmas an opportunity by not referring to it as Danta's workshop? Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time like you ever haven't like laughed at one of my puns. <laughs> I, that one uh, I felt was a little too <laughs> far of a stretch. It's Even just, I, who appreciate changing like, one great letter, dead. I know. Danta's workshop. <laughs> it's maybe it's if my close. name, maybe if I went by Dan, maybe that would. Maybe I think if you went by Dan, better. I would. I'd I'd buy it a little bit more because Danny into Danta. I, d I don't know. I think if you were Dan, if you were, hey, this is my friend Dan Jordan, and he goes oh, by Danta at Christmas. Feel right. then that, I... feels, that feels really wrong, by the way. <laughs> hey, this is your host, Eric Peterson and Dan Jordan. That All I can see <laughs> when you say that is my dad, because he goes by, because I'm a junior. Yeah, it's all I can see is, sure. is my dad. But I do call my little area in my garage where all like my Dodger bobbleheads are. I like to call that the Dan Cave. There you go. That kind of works. The right? Dan Cave can become the Danta Cave. <laughs> but it cannot be called Danta's Danta Workshop. Cave. That is where we draw but the not line. Dan, that's, that's too much. <laughs> too far. It's a line I will not cross. Hey, hey fun fact, um, Eric. Fun yes. fact real quick. So I'm on Am Amazon, uh, and, and mm -hmm. I do want to take this opportunity to uh, uh, tell everyone to shop small. Um, but uh, I am on Amazon. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, make sure you support the small business Amazon and uh, try to keep them afloat this season. They're really struggling you know? right now. Um, they, really can only, struggling. they can only fly slightly to outer space. They can't go all the way to the moon just yet. <laughs> all right. Um, so they do oh, have goodness. these plush sets still available um, mm. on Amazon. But as I click on it, Eric, there are like 11 other like limited edition plush things that you can buy. They have a... Ooh. A 1930s Mickey and Minnie. Apparently, every month this year, they've released a plush from the vault. Ooh, that's cool. And they really run the gamut. Like, they've got Bambi. They've got Baloo. They've got Lady from Lady and the Tramp. They've got Robin Hood. Um, really, really fun. Really, really fun. I love so that. I love if, that. If I uh, can't afford to uh, make my car payment this month, you know, it's because I bought way too many <laughs> plushes <laughs> on <Disney> Amazon. plushes. <laughs> Why do you guys Hilarious. take plush? Do you guys take pl plush as payment? 
I can't pay my rent this month, uh, but I got a, a limited edition Ursula uh, uh, stuffy <laughs> here from from Little Mermaid. I got a certificate of authenticity. Um, oh my gosh! It's All right. real, I promise. Do you have some some um, memes we... you want to share? Yeah, I have some memes and things. Uh, sorry, my, is that what you were about to say? <laughs> that is what I was about to say. Oh, sorry. But that's all right. Let's that's, just rewind it. You led me yep, into yep, it. That's yep, good. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> this is good. Um, all right, these are my memes and things. Uh, uh, one of them, this was kind of cool. Uh, I saw this uh, in uh, a meme. It said, there are two entrepreneurs who started a side hustle renting Christmas trees to reduce the number that end up in a landfill. Oh, wow. Every January, they replant your tree back on their farm so that you can rent it again next Christmas. And then when your tree hits seven feet tall, it's retired and planted back into its original forest. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, I, I, there's no price on this. I have no idea if it's cost effective. But uh, in regards to uh, environmentally friendly, it seems like a, a great idea. I thought that was really cool. That's brilliant. Um. Okay, this next one, this is cool. This is, you'll have to go and sort of read the whole story yourself, but there was an article uh, in the Washington Post uh, from a few days ago about it started last November with a single string of Christmas lights. Uh, I believe this is in Queens, uh, New York. There was an old, uh, an older person, I believe it was, it was an old lady who couldn't celebrate Christmas because she was, or couldn't put up lights and stuff because she was just old and, and was living alone. And her yeah. neighbor put a single strand of lights across the street from her to like sort of connect her house to his house that had a mm. bunch of lights on it. And because of that, the whole neighborhood over the last two years uh, have been adding more and more. And now the whole street is completely lit up across oh like house to house to house to house because they realized that this was a great way to sort of connect to each other and, and you know, s send some Christmas cheer to their neighbor who couldn't put up lights herself. So oh that's in gosh. Washington Post uh, uh, had an article about that, which was really fun. That's brilliant. So check that out. Um, this is pretty good. I don't know if you're aware of this, Danny. This was on TikTok. Okay. It says, not enough people know that this Harry and Marv gem exists. This is an outtake, I'm assuming, from Home Alone of Marv and Harry singing uh, a Christmas song. I'm going to just play you a little <laughs> little clip of it, okay. uh, and you can hear it. Here we go. Were you aware gosh. that that existed? I it it looks <laughs> vaguely familiar to me. I feel like I you know good. I love you know that that film so much. Uh, I feel like I've gone down rabbit holes in the past of just like trying to find like deleted scenes and bloopers and all that sort of fun stuff. So it looks vaguely familiar, but um, yeah. you got to send that to me so I can share it out on our I will on our IG. I feel like I'm just going to bombard people with content on our IG for the next few days just because... That's good, though. That's why what not? people want. If you don't want to listen anymore, guess what? Show's over for this season, so I'm not worried <laughs> <That's> right. about it. <laughs> um, all right, I got a couple more things. One, I took uh, the kids to see Santa yesterday, Did which you? was great. Um, I got a great picture. I'll show you, and then we'll post this. Oh, my kids that's meeting great. Santa, which was great. Where they, is that? They brought their letters. Uh, that was uh, at the mall near our house, the okay. uh, uh, Westfield... Fashion Square Mall. What's, I what's the called? address? I'm just gonna write this. Uh, down. 
It's off, uh, off Riverside uh, Drive. Um, okay, here's my. Uh, uh, I have a problem. Okay. I have a, a sad, sad moment. Oh, you no. remember? I'm sure that uh, I talked about my favorite part of Christmas cookies are the little cinnamon red hots, right? Yeah. I realized that they are officially called uh, cinnamon imperials. Oh, really? That's like the imperials. I guess is the name of these little red hots. Okay. I cannot find them anywhere. I've gone to two grocery stores and three drug stores, and I can't find them anywhere. I'm going to order them on uh, Amazon, but I don't think they're going to come in time for Christmas, which oh, means no. I'm going to have Christmas cookies with no little red hots, and I'm very, very upset about this. I'm very sad. <laughs> I'm on. So Eric, if anybody I'm doing a quick in Google Los right Angeles, now. hold on, knows where I can Eric, find these. Eric, I'm hold on. You need. I need to teach you how to operate Google. Okay. Um, okay. Sorry, that sounded how really do like you backhanded. The Google? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That sounded really backhanded. <laughs> Eric. Um, no, but I just typed it in, and it says they have them currently. Oh, there's only two bags left at the Target in West Hollywood. Oh my gosh! I may have to drive over the hill just to get cinnamon. You, you know, what you should do is if you go through the Target app, you can order them through the app, and they'll hold them for you. That's true, and I have not checked Target. Maybe that is my. I'll I'll head there today. That's a good Do idea. Do it. Get on it right now. Um, all right. I got two more things here for okay. my memes and things. Um, one is this is just a thing. Uh, this is a thing, not a meme. Uh, that my mother-in-law did today, which I just thought was really cool, and mm. I hadn't even thought of, and it just sort of warmed my heart. So I think you've uh, heard me mention that uh, my wife Lisa, her granddad, uh, passed away this year, yeah. uh, in um, a few months ago, and it was uh, it's been very sad for us and very hard for us because he was a, a a giant of a man in our family and and a huge presence. Um, and what my mother-in-law did today, he's He's uh, buried down in Orlando, Florida. She brought mm. a little Christmas tree and a Santa hat and went and put it at his mm. gravesite today so that oh he could gosh. sort of celebrate Christmas with us, which I just, I had never even thought of that. I've obviously heard of, you know, leaving flowers on somebody's birthday or anniversary or something like that, but I love that she brought a little Christmas tree uh, and a Santa hat and put it at his gravesite so that he could sort of still be uh, a part of the celebration this year. And I just That's thought beautiful. that was really. Really cool. And then I got one more here. This is a meme uh, that Danny actually shared with me. So thank you, Danny, for the extra content. And it says, it's somebody talking about what makes Christmas great. And it says, I don't remember what I got for Christmas when I was six or 10. I do remember the smell of the kitchen on Christmas morning. I remember counting the marshmallows my dad put in hot cocoa. I remember waking up and giving my parents a hug and feeling magic before a gift was even opened. Mm. Remember, it is the memories that make the magic. And that's from Mommy Wine Time, uh, which is such a true sentiment, and I think that it's something that we've talked about a lot on the show, that the memories are the magic. You know, the memories yeah. are what you remember. And while gifts can be great, remember the moment and try to make the moment special with your kids and with your loved ones. And and just sort of remember that that's what they're gonna they're they will take with them into years past. And when they're thinking about their own childhoods with their own kids, they're not gonna remember which toy you bought them. Right. But did they feel a sense of magic and wonder and happiness and joy around the season? And if we can sort of make that the environment that our our families are living in, then I think that we're doing 
uh, doing the right thing. So I agree. those were memes and things with Eric Peterson. We need a sound effect or like a, I don't know, like a yeah, big Yeah, we need like a, jing- a little jingle for that, yeah. Yeah, it's memes and things with Eric. You know, something, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty good. I don't know, something like that, but like it needs to be like yes. a, a trio, like the Andrews sisters singing it or something. Yes, that's a good idea. It's means like things that. with Eric P or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> that's Maybe good. Sia we'll should sing Season it. Season two. <laughs> Season two. We'll get Sia to come and sing uh, yeah. our memes and things jingle. 100%. 100%. Okay, I think. This feels like maybe. Are we uh, here, Danny? Are we? Are we to the countdown? I hope not. I mean, uh, yes, but I don't know. I'm looking at my list of things that I, you know, there's so many more things that I wanted to to sort of chat about. Uh, but I feel like I'm. These are just things I put down on the list to avoid the inevitable of you know getting to. <laughs> I think we got to do the countdown. I need, yeah. Eric, I I decided something. Okay. Um, again, this is going to be another Hamilton reference you know when washington uh is talking to hamilton about teach them when he says teach them how to say goodbye you and mm-hmm. i um great song. i feel like you you've been through this before like you know you've wrapped up seasons of a show you've been sure. you know in broadway shows where you moved on to a new production or maybe it was a limited run like elf where you know the show closes and you've been in this like really yeah. powerful uh, sort of like experience with you know these people, or in our case, like you and myself, and then all of our listeners. How do you, how do you say goodbye in these sorts of situations? That's a great question, uh, and I think it actually what we just talked about is the secret sauce. It's mm. it's remembering that the memories are there, and you can't take them away. Yeah, and you sort of have to know that there you know for instance when a, a, a broadway show closes you've spent maybe a year of your life sometimes multiple years of your life with this cast of people and the crew and you have inside jokes and you have you know routines and you have a way of sort of getting through your day and you're like oh well how am i gonna like exist without seeing these people every day and you find that the memories are what you remember and in the moments that were silly and fun, that those stay with you and you move on to the, the next day starts and you find a new routine, mm. but you like to have those little sort of reminders here and there, you know, like for instance, uh, the cast of Escape to Margaritaville, the Jimmy Buffett musical that I did, you know, we were only on Broadway for, I think, six, seven months, but we had been together as a group for, you know, a year, two years. Um, and we were all extremely close and it was very sad when that show ended because mm-hmm. we really felt a kindred spirit. You know, not every show has the same tightness with a, a, a cast, but that one did. But we still have a, you know, a, a group text chain that we text wow. not every day, but every, every probably once a week or so. Somebody posts something. It's somebody's birthday. We say hello. And all those memories come flooding back. And you remember how great the time was. Yeah. And then you just sort of, that that's what you do. And so I would recommend for... Those of you listeners who are like, I can't believe this is ending, and I, you know it's going to be so sad. <laughs> a, definitely come check out our next show, but come back in, you know, in the middle of March and listen to a random episode of whatever the best, you know, activities to do at Christmas, just to sort yeah. of remind you of the 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 good times we've had on this show. So I think it, that's what it is. It's it's knowing mm. that nobody can take away 
the memories of what's happened and nobody can can you know erase the past so if you celebrate it and move on know that new memories will be created and you can always go back i mean that's the nice part about these podcasts is you can always go back and and listen to uh, listen to them at any time there's no we're not going to take them down just because it's not christmas time so that would be my uh, my expert opinion as someone who has things end in their life constantly, uh, just as an actor, that's sort yeah. of the life that we live, um, is you got to know that the memories were made and nobody can take them away. So It's sort of like that, that, helps. Uh, that Dr. Seuss quote, right? Uh, don't cry because it's over, smile because it smile happened. Smile because it happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's a good way to look at it. Um, and I will smile because this happened. Um, Absolutely. This really has been... I'm just going to say the same thing I keep saying over and over again. Danny, stop. Just move forward. Um, Let's anyway, do our countdown. Should we do it? Let's okay. do it. I think okay. we're here. So, folks, in case you uh, are still wondering what are they talking about, an hour and we 40 are doing minutes of nonsense. <laughs> are we really an hour and 40 minutes yeah, in? Oh, can my you gosh. Believe that? Okay. Um, sorry, <laughs> folks. We are to the countdown. This is the uh, ultimate Christmas list. We did 10 through 6 on the last episode. This is going to be 5 through 1 of the ultimate Christmas countdown. These are things that you just cannot have the holiday season without these things. Yep. We need them. They're essential to uh, our experience uh, in this season. So I'll give you my 10 through 6, and then I'll give you my number 5, and then Danny will do his uh, 10 through 6, and then number 5, and we'll work our way all the way up to number 1. Uh, so just as a reminder, uh, number 10, I had Mickey's Christmas Carol, because of course, all good Christmasers have seen Mickey's Christmas Carol, as Danny will as soon as we finish recording. Uh, number 9, I had the song Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues and all its uh, uh, cover versions, because I love them all. Number 8, I had the movie Elf, which I watched last night. Uh, number seven, I had the entire Harry Connick Jr. album, When My Heart Finds Christmas, because it's just so darn good. And at number six, I had the performance of Oh Holy Night by the one and only David Phelps, mm. uh, which is just so darn good. Number five, here we go. This is a film uh, which I have not... It's funny, I don't think I've officially watched this yet. This year, we've had it on in the background while we've been decorating and we've watched we watch it all throughout the year, but I've not had a dedicated sitting and viewing of this film, so that might be something that might happen tonight. Uh, mm. This is the film White Christmas, starring uh, Danny Kaye and Bing Crosby, Rosemary Clooney, and obviously the the brilliant Vera Ellen. Uh, but yes, the movie White Christmas is just one of my favorites. It is, and it's funny, you know, I don't know, I definitely had seen it as a child, but it is not a movie that I necessarily have nostalgic feelings about like watching mm. it with my parents I, I actually i feel like i had seen it once when i was a kid but it's more the memory of watching it with my family now with my wife lisa and with my kids um because we really as a family have really enjoyed it and quoted all the time and you know think about watching it throughout the year so we actually haven't watched that yet this year, White Christmas, because it's my oh, yeah. one of my wife's favorite movies. I think that and Charlie Brown Christmas are sort of her number one and two. Sure. Uh, and I keep trying to get her to watch it the last couple of nights. I'm like, White Christmas? And she's like, I'm yeah. too tired. Um, <laughs> so maybe tonight, while the bolognese is simmering on the stove, because I, I do want to remind myself to correct myself before we get too far into this episode, I, I said... Uh, uh, ragu, I think, on our previous episode, and ragu sure. was the wrong 
was the wrong word to use. It is Ooh. not the bechamel. It is not the ragu that is the most impressive part. I'm going to get this right. Third time around. It is the delicious, delicious bolognese. Uh, and I can smell bolognese. it. It is simmering on our stovetop right now. Um, nice. I can smell it's wafting out here into the garage. It is delicious. Uh, so maybe while that's simmering tonight, my wife and I can uh, cuddle up on the couch and watch a little White Christmas. Yeah. Um, so thanks for the reminder. Uh, all right. So uh, my 10 through 6 on my ultimate. 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 Top 10. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just going to grow. Every time it's going to get something new at the end. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, so number 10 for me is uh, doing the Christmas countdown. Absolutely love this show. I talked about that for about 40 minutes so far in this episode. Um, <laughs> number nine was Richard Attenborough as Santa Claus in Miracle on 34th Street. Number eight is driving around to see Christmas lights, just going and seeing Christmas lights in general, whether in the car, Disneyland, I love it all. Uh, number seven as we touched on a little bit earlier in this episode, is researching and giving thoughtful gifts. I love that so much. Yep. Uh, and then number six, speaking of the bolognese again, is Christmas dinner gathered around the table with uh, with our family eating the delicious, the delectable, the chef's kiss, uh, wifey's lasagna. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love it. So number five for me, and this is where we sort of get into the did Danny cheat on his list uh, <laughs> part of our, our countdown um, is family you do? family holiday movie nights or days as as we're doing this year That's specifically fair. love watching movies like Home Alone, Miracle on 34th Street, Claws. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> all I see great what you did there. I respect I love it. And, I respect yeah, it. Elf. Um, all great movies. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Love that one as well. <laughs> Uh, I just I love getting together here with my family. Uh, you know, it's been a little bit different this year because normally we do them in the evening. But with uh, two, you know, three month olds in the family now, it's a little bit more challenging to do evening viewing sessions. So we've been doing them in the middle of the day. But um, it's just been just as meaningful uh, for me as it has been in the past. Just everyone getting together. On the couch, uh, you know, my wife has made her famous popcorn with with the secret seasoning recipe that she was so cagey about revealing to me earlier this season. Um, but I finally got finally got the recipe, and I was thrilled to be able to share that with you uh, guys earlier yes. this season in our uh, uh, top ten foods and beverages at the holiday yeah. season. But uh, just gathering together with family, watching the movies that we love. You know, this year, as I shared, being able to watch uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street with my mom. You know, knowing that that's one of her favorite movies and to get to, you know, ask her about, you know, her belief in Santa Claus and all that fun stuff and rehashing memories of when her and I went to Macy's together in Herald Square. Um, yeah, that's really, really, really meant a lot to me. And, and that's why it comes in at number five on my list is family holiday moving movie viewing nights slash days. It is very impressive how many other things you were able to sneak into that <laughs> one sl- one slot. A lot of stuff, and I respect it. I respect that you found a Did loophole, and Did you put you put it under a big umbrella, and I like it, and I appreciate it. I think I'm I'm here for uh, it. I love it. Wait for number four. Uh, oh gosh! All right, here we go. Uh, number four for me uh, is going to be Christmas Eve service. I oh. love going to church on Christmas Eve and all that that entails. I love the lighting of candles, and when we all sing Silent Night a cappella at the end, I love seeing kids' Christmas concerts and the kids who have been practicing for a month, and they're singing, you know, 
jolly old Saint Nicholas, you know, something, you know, silly like that. Uh, <laughs> it's just so good. Uh, and, and I love obviously the message of Christmas and the reason for the season. And, and I, I just love the feeling of getting dressed up with my family. It's actually very sad this year because of, you know, just the situation with health things and with me having to travel pretty soon, I just kind of can't afford to get sick. So we're not going to go to church proper uh, on mm. Christmas Eve. We're going to watch the online version, which won't be as as good, but wait, it, it'll have wait, to wait, do wait, this hold year. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, hold I need to pause you for just one second, not because your microphone's having an issue. Did you just say online? No, online. Hold on. Online. Hold on. Put- Okay, okay. Online. I, I swear to God, it sounded like you said online. And I was like, Online, Whoa. like I was adding a G to, yes. <laughs> to online as well? Yes. <laughs> no, I, I did just say online, but now I might okay, say okay. online. I'm going to watch it online, and uh, <laughs> it's going to be great. They're, they have a lot of things online that you can see. Uh, uh, the internet is an amazing place with that you can find anything online. Um <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt your sentimental moment. No, that was I good. Just, that was I good. swear to God, I thought I heard you say online, and I was like, "No, it's possible." No. These G, these G's just drop into my my speech pattern. I don't know. I don't know where they come from. Dropping G's. Um, but yes. Yeah, so my number my number four is Christmas Eve service. Uh, uh, we we just cherish that time. I I like to think of it from when I was a child and those feelings of Christmas Eve service, uh, all the way up to being a, a dad and and a husband and getting to sort of share those memories with my own kids and my own wife is is just the best. So for me, you just can't have Christmas without uh, that great Christmas Eve midnight mass uh, church service. So for me, number four uh, was Christmas Eve service. Awesome. Uh, solid choice. I was trying to think, I was thinking about Christmas Eve service the other night, uh, and I was wondering, I was like, oh, am I going to be able to go to the 11 o'clock service this year? Or, yeah. and I was With like, kids, I think actually, tricky. I think that's the only one I can realistically go to. Cause I think the other <laughs> ones are like six and that's yeah. right in the middle of like, you know, dinner, bedtime, bath time, all the things. So I think, sure. I think I'm going to get to go, uh, to the 11 o'clock service this year. So I'll be nice. I'll be thinking of you, Eric, as I hold my candle yes. with my little uh, cardboard th- disc uh, there to catch catcher. the wax. Wax, yeah. yes. Uh, I just said yes. Now, see, now yes. you're yes. you're <laughs> now you're rubbing off on me. I'm just going to start throwing <laughs> random letters into words now. People are like, it's a good happened? way. It keeps people on their toes. You know, they don't know what you're saying, but they kind of understand. It's a good. <laughs> it's a good way to you know keep uh, uh, the balance of power. <laughs> I don't. Do know. you wonder if? When you pronounce things like incorrectly, sometimes if it bothers you more or the person who heard it more, because do you think they're wondering, wait, did I just did he just say yes or did I just think he said yes? Uh, no, I'm pretty confident in my ears. So I knew that you said yes. <laughs> and I was <laughs> I, I knew that I knew that you said it. I just wasn't going to call it out. Uh, I figured we'll move on. And if uh, if he wants to uh, give an apology to the listeners to, uh, you know, for for his mispronunciation, then that's on him, you know? Oh, my gosh. You're such a nicer <laughs> person than I am. Um, <laughs> all right. So moving on to my number four ski. Uh <laughs> is uh here we go this is another um example of danny potentially cheating on his list this year and i put it number four listening to christmas music um 
you know, love listening to Sinatra. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. That's a great song. <laughs> I see uh, what you're doing here. Jamie Collins' entire, entire album, you know, the Piano Man at Christmas, the complete edition. Fantastic album. Sure. Uh, you know, love rocking out to a little Sia, Candy Cane Lane, another great track. Um, there's just so many amazing Christmas songs oh, so out fun. there. I, I could go on and on about like Merry Christmas, I'm Happy sure Holidays you could. by NSYNC. I could uh, if I needed to. Um, but something for me that I absolutely love, obviously this was number one on my Things We Christmas list, and that is listening to Christmas music. It puts me in such a happy mood. Um, being able to listen to the music with my daughter, you know, it just means so much. You know, every night pretty much at dinner, we throw Christmas music on every day. I, yeah. every time I come to record here with you, Eric, I, I have Christmas music playing as I'm setting up the studio area. It's just, it's the happiest music. I think it's, you know, when you talk about just like descriptive lyrics that really transport you, I think Christmas music yeah. does that in a way that not a lot of other genres can just do sort of across the board. Um, Very so true. yeah, so that's like for me, the, the ultimate, uh, Item for me at number four is uh, listening to to Christmas music. I love that. That's a great choice. Uh, I concur. I agree. Uh, I will be sad. It's always sad for me when, obviously, with Spotify and you know our own music collections, we can listen to whatever we want. But I I do love listening to christmas music on the radio like the old school radio mm. and yeah. for those few channels you know they go to full christmas music at the holidays and it's always sad when they like turn it off and then they go back to pop music and i'm like okay i'll go back it's like to someone just presses a button as well. automatically and it's like okay i guess now we're just listening to faith hill not singing yeah. christmas music she's exactly. just singing something else i this reminds me when i logged into the because this season i did something i did not do last year and by this season, I mean holiday season, I downloaded the SiriusXM app because I have, have sure. it in my car. Sure. But I don't know why I'd never taken advantage of being able to listen to it on my phone wherever yeah. I go, you know, if I'm getting ready or whatever it might be. And when I logged in today, like the the headline banner at the top was an image. Uh, now, of course, it's gone. Um but it was like all of their stations, like the cover art was the banner on the app when I first went in and I tapped on it and it brought up like all these channels. Cause usually I just go to holiday traditions or, yeah. or Holly or like the two I go to, but they have yeah. holiday soul, Christmas spirit. Like there's yeah, all these ton. other channels. It's Hallmark, so good. Holiday pop holiday channel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, country Christmas definitely won't be clicking on that. Um, but yeah, I just, it made me so happy when I went in there today and I was like, I am going to soak this up as much as I can for the next 48 hours. I know, um, right? I know. So obsessed. good selection. Anyway, though. that was, that was my number four. Um, that leads me nicely, I think, into my number three, uh, which you all knew was coming. Uh, <laughs> it's Cow Christmas. Everything yes. about Cow Christmas, the listening of it, the uh, meeting Rob, the fact that it's on Spotify. Cow Christmas is going worldwide, and it is uh, oh, wow. getting the recognition that it so richly deserves. Um, <laughs> and I'm so happy that some of you have gone and listened to it. Now that it's on Spotify, I hope many more of you will and make it a part yes. of your um, family's tradition to at least get one full listen through with your family of uh, It's Cow Christmas. I believe the whole album only takes about like 32 minutes. So it's not, yeah, it's really not a long. large commitment. Um, and I promise you that your kids, when they uh, listen, when they reminisce about 
the holiday the holiday season many years from now, if you have played It's a Cow Christmas for them, they will remember it and they will fondly think back of the laughter and the silliness of listening to this album uh, as a family. It's just so uh, silly and wonderful and heartfelt and and uh, you know everything about It's a Cow Christmas is great. You know, it's, I was telling Danny before this that. Um, I was searching for It's a Cow Christmas on uh, Spotify since now it's up there. And I found yeah. a podcast of a different uh, show. I think it's called like Roundtable of Distinguished Gentlemen or something like that. And they had an episode <laughs> called It's a Cow Christmas. So I listened to the first part of it. And it's sort of uh, more of a comedians, like all, you know, kind of hanging out and yeah. uh, joking about stuff. And they had like a little 15 minute segment about It's a Cow Christmas because one of their listeners oh, wow. or one of their hosts was like, I listened to this It's a Cow Christmas tape when I was a kid and it was so <laughs> silly and weird and we loved it. And the other hosts were like, what are you talking about? And they <laughs> pulled it up and they were like mentioning all the song titles and they're like, you know, the Hallelujah Chorus and, you know, Angus We Have Heard on High and God Rest You Mary cattleman and yes. this this girl could remember everyone and she was like oh yeah and then there's the docile song that's kind of a, like a slow jam <laughs> nobody likes that one and then there's you know 12 days of it's just they she loved it and it made me feel like yes this is this is how i feel about it as yes. well and i'm just so happy that now all of you can uh, experience it as well without even having to go to youtube so it's a cow christmas number three on my ultimate christmas list you can't have christmas without it uh and i just want to say <laughs> Hallelujah. I wish you a dairy Christmas. <laughs> it's like a MasterCard. Can't leave home without it. That's right. right. That's right. A Mooster card. We should play we should play one more Mooster uh, card from <laughs> Mooster card. That is pretty good. That's good. I'll give you a ding jingle thank on you, that thank one. You, thank you. I'm so glad that you introduced that to my world, to our listeners' world, and I really do <laughs> hope that that album on Spotify just absolutely explodes Blows up. Yes. Nothing would make me happier than than that happening. Uh, all right, moving along to my number three. All right, so my number three is hanging Christmas lights slash decorating the house for the holidays overall. I I love Christmas lights so, so, so much. And the process of, you know, watching our house go from sort of what it looks like um, you know, prior to the holidays, then seeing as like, because this year I'd rather than trying to get everything up in one day, I, I sort of strategically space things out over a few days, which I've never done in the past. I always try to do everything in one day. And then right. like for the next day and a half, my back just doesn't want to function properly because, <laughs> right. you know, hashtag late thirties. Um, but this year I spaced it out and just watching it go from normal look of my house to just this like winter wonderland i guess now i have a display sort of vibe yeah um you know i have three full vignettes that are going on here at my house now um i just it, it makes me so happy to to embark on that process of like pulling out all the extension cords and trying to remember in my mind being like okay um I ran power from this side of the house and I got to get it over there, but I don't want to overload, you know, that outlet. So this year I'm going to pull some power from over here. And I just love that process and sort of that hopeful moment that when you plug everything in and you turn it on, that it, that it all works. As you all heard on the show, I had a little bit of an experience yes. this year where everything did not work um, and, and tried to troubleshoot it did not work. <laughs> um, but I feel like I learned my lesson and just like, uh, you know, found that sometimes it's just easier rather than spending a bunch of time trying to fix something, just go out and spend 20 bucks and get a new strand of lights. Um, yeah. but I love it. I, I love 
driving, you know, up to our house at night, you know, when we leave and it's light out and then we come home and it's dark and the whole front of the house is all lit up. Um, I added lights to the backyard this year. Did I tell you that? No. I can't remember if I told you. Yeah. So we have like those cafe lights over the patio in the backyard. Yeah. And so I use. I call them carnival lights, but yeah. Oh, okay. Um, That sounds a little creepier. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) How is it creepy? They're like carnival lights. Carnivals are kind of creepy. Like, aren't they? I no. mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. You you invite me to go to a carnival and play some carnival games. I'm 100 percent in. Yeah, but I don't know the idea of if I called I them know. carny lights, like they're <laughs> like lights for carnies. That might be a little creepier. But I think Fair carnival okay. lights is is uh, is a a totally fine term. Keep going. Fair enough. I think I was just thinking of carny specifically. Yeah, um, like, but like uh, but I have like one strand that goes all the way across our patio, and I have like this um, this cable that I ran that I hook all the lights up to. And so this year I got, originally I did red lights, uh, red Christmas lights, sort of like, sure. you know, swooping down from light to light. Yep. And it just, they look like chili peppers. I was like, this looks ridiculous. <laughs> so I took them down and I went out and bought a bunch of colored lights, the little tiny sure. ones. And I, you know, swooped them across and it's so fun at night. Like when you're in our dining room and you turn on our Christmas tree that's in the dining room, which is all colored lights. And then having the lights outside, it almost looks like they sort of run into each other because of where the tree is set up. And it's, I don't know, it's just no matter where I look outside of my house at the holiday season at night, it's Christmas lights everywhere. Um, and that's exactly the way I want it to be. And it actually reminds me, um, we never talked about this on the show. Have you ever seen those little like, uh, cardboard glasses you can get? Yes. Yes, Dude. I know what you're talking about. Yes, those things. I found out about those six years ago, five years ago. I feel like I tell, got tell the one. people what the glasses do, though, so they know what what oh you're talking about. Oh my gosh! If you have not seen these glasses yet, they're sort of like 3D glasses, like the old school, like cardboard, you know, mm-hmm. bendy ones that you would get when you'd go see a movie. Now that they're much fancier, but they're like those cardboard things. And when you look through the lenses, every light that you look at, pretty much turns into whatever the object is that is on like the outside of the glasses. So it could be a Christmas Some are like tree. Santas, some are little yeah. elves, trees, candy canes, reindeer, gingerbread, yeah. everything. Um, so I had a, a candy cane one years ago. And when my wife and I, we used to live in an apartment complex that's like up at the top of the city that we live in. And so you, there was a mall down below. And so there were lights just everywhere. So you could go out on our, oh, yeah, our patio. That, we were cool. on the third floor. And then, like, if cars were driving up the street, it would look like little candy canes were, like, driving up the street <laughs> towards your house. And we just used to That's geek awesome. out uh, with those. But this year, I went. I got to Lowe's early because last year I wanted to buy more. And they, I didn't buy them the first time. And then when I went back, like, two days later, they were all gone. Yeah. Um, so this year, we got gingerbread. We got trees. We got um, what a reindeer. And what's yeah. really fun is if you stack them on top of each other, Ooh. you can have a gingerbread man that has antlers coming out of his head. <laughs> Um, which is really, really fun. So I I just, I love putting those little glasses on and just looking at our lights outside the house, inside the house. Um, Anything that has to do with Christmas lights, I absolutely love it. But uh, hanging them and decorating our house for the holidays just brings me so much joy. Uh, And that's my 10 minute description of why it uh, came in at number three on my list. I love that. That's great. Good, good selection. Very good selection. Um, I know I'm I'm sad uh, thinking ahead by about yeah. two weeks or so when I'm going to have to take all this stuff down, which Dude. is a bummer. Isn't what is your feeling? You what's your feeling your on, on outdoor lights? What do you think is the date that outdoor uh, lights should come down? 
this is a good this is a good debate (laughs) i mean just some people feel i feel like you can definitely leave them up through new year's eve and then new year's day i think if you go past like the first week in january then it becomes i don't want to say questionable but that's i think where is a good kind of a demarcation point about the first week through january and then it's Sadly, it's time to move on. I think this year is going to be tough because New Year's Day is on a Saturday, and then sure. the day after New Year's is on a Sunday, and if you're Oof. going back to work on Monday, sure. you don't have a lot of time. So this year, what I might yeah. do, just thinking ahead, is on Sunday, I may pull down like all the inflatables and the decorations sure, 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 sure. in the lawn, and then... You, depending on how I'm feeling, maybe I'll wait until Monday or Tuesday to do the the house lights, the trim and stuff. Yeah, because I can just leave those off. I don't have to turn the I'll just turn sure. the timer off. You know, so they'll be there, but they won't come on at night. So maybe that's gotcha. I don't know. I, I definitely wait until after the New Year, unless I yeah, have to yeah. go on a trip or whatever, and I'm going to be gone. I think you mentioned that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But if I'm going to be gone that first week of January, then take them down sooner. But this year they'll definitely be on uh, and lit at least until the night of New Year's Day. I think, Love it for me. Love it. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're to number. Oh, we said after the these three, we were going to do our listener voicemails because remember yes. we got a few, a uh, few more of these listener voicemails that are wishing uh, their loved ones and sometimes Danny and I and myself uh, a merry Christmas. And so let's uh, go to that uh, little segment here before I give you my number two. Here is one of our listener submitted voicemails. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Jen, also known as Ty's Lady or Mama Jones is Cool, your long-lost third host. I'm so excited to be talking to y'all today. I love everything about Christmas. I love the lights, the decorations, the music. In fact, Eric, I happened to pick up this crazy CD called It's a Cow Christmas when I was in college, and I played it ad nauseum. I thought I was the only other person in the whole world with that album. Unfortunately, mine disappeared in one of our many moves. Oh, I should have said moves. I almost Christmased it. That kind of thing always happens when I'm listening to the podcast. I'm always saying, right? Oh my gosh, yes. Or I'll add a suggestion and or whatever, and then one of y'all will bring it up in the next couple of comments. It's crazy. And then later, I find myself talking about the conversation the three of us had, like, oh my gosh, Ty, the guys and I were talking about, and I don't even have to explain who I'm talking about. He already knows that it's y'all, and it's awesome. Keep up the great work. I can't wait to find out what we're going to talk about next. Merry Christmas, y'all, and happy holidays. Oh, that was so sweet. I right? love that. Just so sweet. Uh, thank you, the Jennifer. That, yeah, thank you, Jennifer. That is, uh, we feel like you're a part of our conversation as well. So <laughs> yes. thank you very much for saying that. That's really very sweet. To, very sweet of you. Um, all right, let, let's go to another one, Danny, shall we? Danny and Eric, this is Christine Diamore from Los Angeles, California. I just quickly wanted to say thank you so much for everything that you've done. I'm so blessed and so thankful that I stumbled upon your podcast. You guys warmed my heart two times a week. I've listened to every single episode. And thank you so much for bringing such a glowing light into this world, into this craziness that's happening, and for creating this most magical escape and bringing all of us crazy Christmas people together and forming this family. I really truly feel like you guys are both my friends and I really appreciate you for 
all the hard work that you do. And I know that it probably wasn't easy doing this twice a week with families and stuff. So I truly, truly appreciate it. And I can't describe it in words how much your podcast has meant to me. It's truly been a magical, wonderful escape. And you've brought so many laughs and so many magical, cherished moments into my car on my rides to drop my son off to school every morning. And yeah, Speaking of which, I'd like to shout out my husband, Chris, and my son, Lex. Love you guys so much. And yeah, Danny and Eric, thank you so much. I just send you so much love and so much just magical joyness. And I hope that you have a wonderful holiday and a, and a merry, merry Christmas. Love you guys both. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Christine. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for that. We just love that you guys uh, have sent us uh, so we can actually hear your voices. You know, it's, it, yeah. as Danny was saying earlier, you know, it, it's so great to like read nice messages, but when you hear someone's voice, you can actually hear the sort of love and joy in their voice. And so uh, thank you so much for submitting those things. I think what means so much to me is that when we put out this request for people to send voice memos to uh, those that they love most in their life, their family and friends, which they have in their messages, that it seems like everyone has really wanted to wish us a Merry Christmas and has wanted to thank us for this show. And I, I think when we asked for these that wasn't what we were expecting. Um, right. We just thought, oh, this would be a cool opportunity for people to be able to wish a Merry Christmas to those that they love. And the fact that yeah. you all took the time to to chat with us and tell us what this show has meant to you, that, oh, man, just warms my heart. So so thank you to everyone. And if you know, if recording a voice memo and submitting it is not your jam, um, and you're just a, not just a, you are the type of person who you know sends a DM or a comment or a like or whatever it is, any way that you have engaged with us over the last two and a half months has absolutely meant the world to us. Totally. And we are so grateful that we know you, that you know us, and that we are we have formed this crew that that does not end on December twenty fifth. It it keeps going um beyond there into the new year and and we will we will chat with each other again very, very soon. Totally. All right, here we go. Top two for me. Number two oh. is a song. Because I only put one song per slot, as opposed to some others. Oh on man, this you, you dropped the ball on panel. that one. You Chris missed that opportunity. <laughs> Chris missed an opportunity to put so much more music. Uh, but no, I do love listening to all Christmas music. But uh, for me, number two is going to be the king of all Christmas songs, "The Christmas Song" by Nat King Cole. There's just nothing to me that sums up the warmth of the feeling of the season, the nostalgia, the classy sort of, you know, rap packy vibe that I love to think of at Christmas time. Uh, the Nat King Cole's amazing uh, rendition of, of this song that he sort of singularly owns. There have been many covers that do a good job, but none uh, surpass the brilliance of the original Christmas song. Um, it, it's just, you know, as soon as you hear chestnuts roasting on an open mm. fire, Jack Frost nipping at your nose, it just mm. is so great. You cannot have Christmas without that Can't. song. I know. And, I, and I'm not shocked that, you know, in that poll that happened earlier this season that you, your pick, the, was you know, the Christmas song, that it was the winner because it is just, it's a classic. It's one of yep. the best ever. No one will ever Definitely. do it like Nat. Um, all right. My number two. Not a song because I uh, 
found a strategic way to do to a catch all. include all of the uh, other songs. Yeah, exactly. Um, is is something that I just had the opportunity to do last week. It is going to Disneyland yeah. uh, at Christmas time. Is just it's magical. I've had so many great memories there. You know, so fortunate to to grow up. You know, not far from Disneyland. Uh, my dad, as I shared before, worked at Disneyland for many many years as a Dapper Dan. So I remember there was one Christmas Day I spent. At Disneyland, because my my dad awesome. was working on Christmas Day, so yeah. so I was I was there, and that's how I celebrated that year. And um, there's just something about going there at the holidays. It just feels, you know, Disneyland in general. You feel like you've escaped to this like magical world. I mean, that even says that like right as you're entering Disneyland, there's that that placard like yeah, right you know where the train you're transported goes overhead. or something like that. I took a picture of it the other day when we were there. It says um, here. You leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. Yeah, um, it's just that's 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 Disneyland. And when you color it up with all of the the joy and beauty of the holiday season, with lights on all the shops and the garland yeah. strung over Main Street, and, oh. the castle and the characters are wearing like holiday themed costumes. There's Christmas music playing on Main Street. It's just. Um, it's magical. And yeah. now, you know, that, you know, my daughter is at an age where she can enjoy it. And, and it really, you know, seeing maybe her first memories starting to take place um, at Disneyland at the holidays. I've always loved it ever since I was a kid. Um, and now I get to love it in a, in a whole new way. And it will be a tradition for me for the rest of my life will be to go uh, to Disneyland at Christmas time. And that's why it comes in at number two on my list. I love it. Great selection. Yeah. Great selection. I agree completely. <sighs> Eric. This is it, Danny. Eric. Eric Our final Eric, number Eric. ones <laughs> of the ultimate, 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 ultimate Christmas list. list Here we go. List, list. <laughs> number one for me, and I'll before oh. I say it, I'll say this has been a joy, Danny, making these lists with you over the last two months. Uh, I can't believe that we're uh, coming to a close on season one. Uh, but yeah. it is true. Number one for me, I'm going, you cannot have Christmas Eve without this experience of on Christmas Eve, sitting with family, mm. wrapping presents, listening to music, fireplace going, the trees lit up, the lights are turned down low, the kids are in pajamas about to go to bed or are already in bed. You're getting those last little touches before Christmas morning. Just that whole feeling of of Christmas Eve, especially late in the night. Maybe everybody's already opened one present, which we usually open one on Christmas Eve, which is usually Christmas pajamas of us all having matching Christmas pajamas. Uh, I just, that is to me the, the happiest part of the Christmas season is that Christmas Eve, right before Christmas morning, the, the calmness and also the feeling of completion you know that there's a feeling of like we got everything that we're going to get all of the decorations are up everybody's eaten now it's just time to sort of relish it and and celebrate it and and sit in it and let it wash over you so i've had a lot of different christmas eves in many different places you know having lived in new york and la and done some of our Christmases down in Florida with family or in Chicago. So it's not necessarily about a particular place, but it is about that feeling of, you know, having the the lights turned down, the tree is lit up, 
it's just that that warm feeling I, I hope that you all have felt this in your lifetime of just that calmness of knowing that we're so blessed and that we have a roof over our heads we have enough money to have a present or two or more than a few and and it's a time to really sort of reflect on the year ending that a new year is about to begin that our children are getting older and that it's one more Christmas of their childhoods that will come and sadly go. But uh, that feeling of Christmas Eve, sitting with my family, wrapping presents, listening to music, tree lights going, fireplace going, or a fireplace on the TV, uh, that's number one. That's the best part of Christmas for me. Oh, my gosh. That transported me, your, de- your description of it. Thanks, You bud. know, I feel like Christmas Eve is... You know, Christmas Eve has a lot of the same feelings as Christmas Day. Sure. You know, minus, you know, the the sort of hustle and bustle of the, uh, you know, unwrapping the gifts and family coming over and all that sort of fun stuff. I feel like Christmas Eve is sort of where you can oftentimes find the magic of the season. And I think it's yeah. sort of fun that this finale episode of ours is dropping on, on Christmas Eve, you know, yeah. that... As you're listening to this, whether it's the first part of your day or the middle or the back end of your day, maybe you're listening to this as, as you're putting the final touches on unwrapping some gifts, you know, that you can take a moment, take a few moments right now to look back on the year that has passed your life, um, where you were, where you are, where you're going, the people that you get to go there with, the people you've been there with, yep. um, and just take a moment to take a breath, look around and take stock of what you have um, in, in your life and who you get to share all of it with and you know if you're sitting by yourself right now i just want to let you know that um in spirit we're sitting there with you 100 um and we appreciate you and we are sending a massively merry merry christmas to you um during this holiday season and just know that you are cared about and that you are loved um, and that you are appreciated and you are seen and you are heard um yeah i i love christmas eve i i feel like talking to you is helped me to realize just how much I love Christmas Eve, Eric. So, yeah. so thank you um, for that. Okay. You're welcome. This is the, uh, <laughs> this is the last, yeah, this is Final the last one. item of, uh, of season one of the Christmas yes. countdown show. Um, before I reveal it, I'll just, you know, do my last reminder to everybody that uh, if you are not already following us on social media, please do so. We are at Christmas countdown show on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at Xmas pod on Twitter, uh, if you're not subscribing to the show, please make sure you do that. Or if you're on Spotify, follow us there. Um, who knows? We might even surprise you with a, with an episode. Uh, That's right. On, you know, on our feed from time to time. So if you're not following us, if you don't have alerts turned on, you're not going to know How when would that you happens, know? folks. How would you know? We would tell you on social media. <laughs> but if you're not following us there, then how would you know? Um, you must follow. Anyway, you must follow. You must follow and subscribe. Um Anyway, this has been an absolute joy. Um, I'm so thrilled to be able to to share this, my number one, um, which I don't know. It may have been on my Christmas list, but it was not. It was not a number one on on a previous list. Interesting. And that is um, that's my daughter's love for Christmas. That's good. Um, I'll probably get choked up saying this, uh, <laughs> but um, you know. Eric and I love Christmas. There's no secret there. Um, all of you who are listening probably love Christmas a lot. And, you know, if you want to have children or you have children, or your children are grown, 
you don't know like what your kids are going to be into in life. There's no way to predict that. They may think that everything you think is cool is, is, is so ridiculous and they want nothing to do with those things. Um, but fortunately, um, in the case of Eric's children and, and, and my you know, oldest daughter, Emerson, there is this deep love for Christmas. Um, the other day, my daughter said to me, uh, she had jingle bells or the jingle bells I was actually jingling on the last uh, episode the ones with the high pitched and mm-hmm. she said look at me daddy I look like Christmas and I was just like oh my gosh like I, I get choked up like that's saying it. it you know that's it that's it you know and so to be able to sing songs with my daughter to see the way that her eyes light up when she sees Christmas lights um, and Santa Claus and watching movies with her and the fact that every day this season you know we have decorated this tree together with um, this like advent uh, calendar that we received from a friend of ours in England it was all these little baubles of like Mickey and Minnie heads and Mickey hands and every day we hang a new one you know counting down to to Christmas day and then we light that tree together we count it down every day we light that tree together Um, just that experience of seeing her love this season and the magic of it as much as I do is one of the most precious things I will hold on to um, for the rest of my life. Um, and if you'll indulge me, I would, uh, I would love to go grab her real quick yes. and bring her out here so she can, she can wish you guys a, a Merry Christmas. Do you mind if I do that real quick, Eric? Yes. I, can I go get my kids too and to have them join as yeah. well? All right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do we're, it. I'll we're right pausing back. to grab our kids. All right, folks, we stepped away and we just came back. We've got our families here. Uh, we're, we're all here, short of Riley, who's, I believe, taking a nap. Um, uh, but our families are here. just pulled my microphone down. All right, I'll have, while, while you're getting Emerson to give you the mic back, I'll have my kids say hello and Merry Christmas. This is my son, Miles, who's six years old. Miles, what do you want to say? Merry Christmas. Love it. And this is my daughter, Sophie, who's 11. What do you want to say, Soph? Hi, everybody. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. I love it. And here's my wife, Lisa. What do you want to say, babe? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, Danny, do you have your your family wrangled here? Uh, hold on. Once my <laughs> microphone has, has dropped all the way down to my desk. Hold on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this, is, this is family life right here. This is, this is it. All right, yeah. So I've got uh, here sitting right next to me. Oh, <laughs> Emmy, what were we practicing the other day? Can you say Merry Christmas, everybody? Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Hi, holidays. Yeah. What do you want for Christmas this year? Uh, a, a what? Nothing. You want nothing? No. What? You just want to spend time with your family? No. No. What I'll do you stay inside. You want to stay inside? That's what you want to do for Christmas this year? You don't want any gifts? Do want to, oh, she's do got everything she wants. She's got her exactly. whole family. That's all she needs. Yeah, you do. What, what present do you want? Uh, a mommy one. A mommy present. Okay. Ooh. What a sweet, sweet present. What do you want, present? What do you want, babe? What do you want first? I want time with my people. This is my wife, Lynn. Uh, say Hi, hello, Lynn. everyone, to my wife, Lynn. Let me see if I can drop my camera down. There they are. Um, so we figured it was fitting to bring all of our families together uh, to sort of yes. celebrate this last moment 
of season one. Um, just because uh, they've been they've been the ones who are there for us, supporting us, you know, through everything Allow- that we do. <laughs> Allowing us to record these three-hour episodes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to hear what Eric's saying? No. Okay. But, Most, uh, people yeah, they, they, Most people don't. Most people don't, Emerson. I understand. <laughs> they are rocks. They are our backbone. You know, my Absolutely. wife, Lynn, and... It's the one who keeps this this little one and the other three-month-old wrangled, you know, as Eric said, for these three-hour sessions that we do uh, on our show two times a week. Um, but anyway, Christmas is about family, right? What do you want to say, Emerson? What do you, what do you want to say? She wants a microphone for Christmas. Yeah. Do you want a microphone for Christmas? Can you say, check, check, two, two. You could do your own. <laughs> you could do your own podcast, Emerson. I bet you'd get two hundred thousand downloads in a day. Do you want to host your own show? I can't hear him. You can't hear him. I know. I, I'm listening, but he he wants to know. Do you want to have your own show? No. Okay. Not yet. No. That's all right. All right. I can't play with downloads. That's right. Don't mess with the downloads. Yeah, exactly. Numbers. Yeah, don't mess with the downloads. Um, all right. Well, uh, Eric, this has been an absolute joy. I have, and you too, as I said on uh, my Facebook yesterday, this has been one of the most joyful experiences of my my career, and I'm I'm grateful that we finally we finally made this happen. Yeah, and, me too, uh, bud. I'm looking I, forward to um, the next one. Absolutely, and you know, folks, all of you that have listened and come along on this journey with us on season one for the Christmas Countdown Show, we appreciate you. We love you. Please uh, keep, continue to follow us and, and the many adventures that we will go on uh, in the future with our new show. And we will definitely be back for season two of the Christmas Countdown Show next Christmas in October. Uh, but we love you guys. Okay. And as we say every episode on the Christmas Countdown Show, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Good job. We love you guys. Merry Christmas. Have a great season. Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Oh, she said bye, Sophie. She said oh, bye. good job.